It's episode 46 of Three Dudes and Cold Bruce Podcast. Me and Uncle Dobby are in the middle of a heated debate right now. I wouldn't call it heated. I think it's gonna get little, heated, motherfucker. It's gonna get heated, motherfucker. You know, you wanna I, talk shit? I wish there was a way that Ray could actually meet Dobby. <laughs> if he would listen to some of the past episodes, he could fucking meet him. But instead yeah. of fucking listening to any of the fucking things that he's a part of, or even at least hitting the share button once in a while when we post up shit, no, no. But I get yelled at for talking over his music once in a while. Fuck you. Hi, I'm Eddie Vegas. Hi, I'm Steve, a.k.a. Fork Tongue, and I never talk over anybody's music. You barely talk. Exactly. Yeah. I'm Ray slash Dobby. And I'm Gary, the biggest St. Louis Blues fans. <laughs> Go Blues! <laughs> what a mess. Oh, you you're so lucky. You almost dropped your <laughs> phone again. Oh, Fuck shit. the phone. So lucky Dude. fucking cover was Yeah, that's what I... Yeah, he just... Almost, yeah, you almost ruined my fucking vinyl cord. Hey, there you go. Rick. But I'm the fucking asshole. Egg talks over your picks. Yeah, you are. Yeah, I'm the fucking asshole. <laughs> you talk over picks. Show respect. Yeah, I'm... Yeah, me. Oh, you're playing fucking Mickey Apple. Look how red in the face he is right now. Yeah, because I was—I have a sunburn. You fucking dumb. No, I was fucking, in a fucking. You're pissed. That I fucking called you. He was at Chernobyl. Have you, have you not? Look at the difference between my skin. I was—I cut my you grass don't have yesterday. A sunburn? No, my face isn't sunburned at no, all. No, not. you're right. He's no, red right. from being at Chernobyl. He was in the radioactive core. I'm red from all the fucking salt you just threw in them fries. It's oh, called high blood pressure. Yeah. Settle down. They already have seasoning on them. They're called zesty seasoned fries. They don't I'll need do extra salt. I'll do whatever the fuck I want. With yeah, my I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want. Next I'm going to talk about every one of your picks now. Yeah, more for me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> every one of your picks. And next time, maybe fucking give extra 20 cents. <laughs> <laughs> <cent. laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Extra 20 cents for Heinz, you fucking asshole. Well, fuck you, okay. you fucking special child. <laughs> <laughs> I buy the cheapest ketchup. Are you an African child? No. Yeah, But I do like get them to the Greek. You lost them at Africa. It's true, we did. Although there are South Africans, and they are white. So, always remember that. When I came in, he was uh, picking something up off the floor. And I was like, oh, what's going on? He goes, oh, I just spilled my Mountain Dew Black. I go, yeah. <laughs> of course. And we just yeah. keep it at bay. Yeah, I purposely spilled my Mountain Dew Black. <laughs> just because I wanted to fucking why would something you even, to a black can. Why would you even buy it, Ray? <laughs> Hmm? Hmm? Anyways, alright, so we're off to a good start We're having fun uh, This week, we have a couple things to go over It's probably going to be a little bit trimmed up of a show It's Father's Day, it's a Father's Day uh, Spectacular um, I guess, there you go uh, I'm going to end up hanging out with my daughter later on That's about it, because K-Dog I dropped her off on a plane Well, I dropped her off at the airport So she'd get on a plane before I got here So she's not going to be around uh, today, but my life is going to be pretty sweet. Me and Rosie are going to hang out. We actually hung out last night. It was pretty fun. Me and her did a like a jam session. I picked her from work around nine forty-five, and we just went back and forth with music. Did you, like got, did you talk hours. over her music picks too? Or? We talked over each other's because that's how you conversate. You, you talk even if music is in the background. Music fills um, awkward silences, you know. So that you might chime in on something like, "Yeah, I really like this part," or "Hey, Dad, what are those lyrics?" or you know, and you don't get mad at each other for having a conversation. Or you can soak in the music once in a while and just enjoy it. I do. <laughs> That's just me. I soaked in a lot of that music. I soaked in 99% of that music. Don't worry about it, Ed. You I don't just... have to justify your talking over music. Don't you don't have to justify anything. No, you're right. Yeah. I soaked in a lot of the static today. Yeah. See, I didn't, again, I didn't even know that that was a problem, but as soon as you cleared off that giant fucking... Yeah, it was just that one song. It was a yeah. fucking giant... Furball was it from that one album you think, or was it from something? Might else? have been. I'm pretty sure I cleaned them all before we started when I was standing there. But yeah. I think that that might be a heavier needle. It probably goes deeper in the groove than mine does because I don't get that kind of dust yeah. when yeah. I play it. So it must go deeper into the groove. 
it's probably fucking getting a little bit more out from, yeah. from what, uh, what you're used to. Ray is just salty because you opened up his blinds. No, Steve opened, opened his blinds. Blind. Yeah, he thought it was me, though, because I opened up this one. So that, you're you right. Guys you're onto something. Colluding. No, no, no. You guys you're, were like, no. let's open up. There the was no collusion. <laughs> you're onto something, though, Gary. That makes sense because he did start getting a little more cunty as soon as that happened. He definitely did. Listen, and, and, me and no, your he, friends. Fine, his, face, I know. his face was pointed towards the uh, towards his fucking kitchen when Steve opened up the back two blinds over here behind me. I opened up one. As soon as he turned around, he caught me red-handed doing this one after Steve had already done the other two. So it's all my fault because, you know. It's like he, it's like he, he just knew. It's like he just knew that somebody was fucking with the blinds. Like, it's like that. Well, he fed the fucking sunrays on his back. Well, it's like the episode of, like, (laughs) it's like the episode of that 70s show where, like, they mess with the thermostat and, like, Red Foreman just, like, he instantly knows. He's like, zoom, mess with my thermostat. Mm -hmm. It's like, the second that that fucking blind was touched, right, he's like, what? What's going on? It's 65 degrees outside, yet he's got his fucking thermostat set to 62. No, it's not. It's 70, motherfucker. Great. Yet it's blowing, and it's not even 70 degrees outside. It's I don't give a fuck. You know what? It's better in here today than last week when we were like... Last in, week was we, freezing. We were in Antarctica last week. It was crazy. Oh. It was so cold in here. And the only reason why I... the back I, of a fucking truck with a meat hook in your back. Well, the only reason why I didn't <laughs> bitch, because I was wearing a tank top, and I, tank top, and I thought no. you were all going to make fun of me. No, the only reason why you didn't bitch is because you were sleeping. <laughs> it's River, it was riveting uh, radio, Mike Jakes. Actually, it was. was. Good. That's the most I've heard Steve talking an episode in a long time. I was impressed. I know, last week I had nothing to say because it was all music. I think it was just you would just you looked a little more tired than normal too. Uh, so I don't know if you just had a long. Yeah, week you or did. You seem tired. Right I'm running. I'm running my. I've been running my body ragged. Yeah. I don't have a break to do anything. It's like every day. It's like I work Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Don't sleep Sunday. Come here. Monday I work. Tuesday, like, I have, like, one day to fucking do something. And then I'm back to work on Wednesday. That's how it was when I was at the, the car dealership. It was killing me. Now it's, like, now that I have weekends, like, it's it's really, it's been tough lately like, to have motivation to do anything else. Now that I actually have weekends, like, I purposely started, one of the biggest reasons why I started wrestling again is because I had no time. So the little bit of a, a couple hours I'd have on a Saturday evening when I'd get out of work when everybody else was doing things like at 6 o'clock when you get out of work after selling cars all day you don't want to be around family functions when a million people are already having good times all day and you're walking <laughs> and everybody else is drunk or having a good time or the party's just about to be finished or whatever so instead of doing that I started filling my time with fucking wrestling because at least it was a it was a positive thing for me anyways take you know fast forward a year and a half or whatever I started taking on more bookings than I ever thought I was going to take and now I don't have any time at all between wrestling and fucking work and everything else that I had going on. So it's a good thing because it kept my mind busy. But now that I don't have to do that on the weekends, I have the weekends off now. Like yesterday, I've been I've been had fighting depression a little bit the past week. I don't know what the fuck happened. I woke up on like Wednesday and it just hit me. Like I felt numb. You know, like it just it happens. There's no fucking telling when it's gonna come. There's no telling when it's gonna go away. You don't know how to fucking fight it off. But you just try to go along with your, your life the best you can. So. I wake up yesterday, I'm like, ah, oh, fuck it, I'm like, still real, like, numb feeling, I just wasn't feeling it. So I cut my grass, listened to music, had it, that, like, woke me up a little better, being in the sun, that made me feel good, mm-hmm. I was active, it got my fucking, my, my heart pumping, you know, got some sweat out, got to hear a lot of really good songs I haven't heard in a while, so I screenshotted a bunch of shit to play later on in the, for the show. And then, like, you know, Kristen finally gets home from dropping off Rosie, it's like 3 o'clock, we go to the beach with my dogs, and, like, as I'm, like, hanging out in the sun doing what most people do on the weekends... I'm like, wait, now I gotta drop what I'm doing and go fucking wrestle in a hot ass warehouse building for fucking three hours now. Like, and, and it's not even like, 
It's just tough because by the time you get up there, you have to wait for the show to start. Then you fucking perform. Then you're, you're pouring fucking sweat when you're done. It's so, like, why do you, yeah. so why do you still do it? Because I, lo- no, I love doing it. That's the thing. It's it's just that it's a chore right now because I'm not used to it. Like, I'm not used to having a whole day off. Like, I, I here's the thing. When I was working all day, 9 o'clock in the morning, actually 8.30 on Saturdays, 8.30 to 6, like, going right to wrestling, it just felt like I was still working. So I didn't have that buffer. You know what I mean? So I never even thought about it. Like, the little bit I was outside or whatever, yeah. like, it didn't bother me. Now you have a whole day off. Now you're in the midst of doing something that you feel like doing, and, oh, fuck, I gotta go to wrestling. You now. got it. What right. And that's what it is. Now, yeah. and this is the first time in, well, six years since I've been in the car business that I've had Saturdays off. And before, the, even before that, though, you gotta think I was, I know, during the summertime, I was working at the bar. So, like, I was, I still didn't have weekends off, even when I wasn't working at the car dealership. So, like, ten years of my life. I haven't had weekends off to, like, do things that normal people do. Like, oh, shit, it's a Saturday. I can just sit around my house and work on my house or grill or, like, sit in my back porch. I'm not used to that, having that. So now that I have, like, you fight so hard to have something in life that's attainable to you that you see that you think you want, and then you get it, and you're like, I don't do that. Like, I was watching yeah. The Dark Knight last night because I just like watching that movie. And the Joker has a really good point about himself. Where he says, like, he's like a dog that chases a car. Like, if he got a hold of the car, he wouldn't know what to do with it. Because he just he just knows that he has to chase the car. Mm-hmm. That's literally my life right now. Like, I don't know what to do with myself because I don't know. I'm not used to it. You know what I mean? When you chase the car and you get the car, you want a different car. Yeah. You know, there's always something it, else. Well, think about, like, prisoners, right? Like, so, if you're, if you're, if you spend a good chunk of your life locked up in prison and you don't know anything else, like, fucking Shawshank Redemption, when... Uh, the old guy gets let out of prison. He didn't know anything else. Brooks. Yeah, Brooks. When he gets let out of prison, he thinks he still has to ask to take a piss. Like, he doesn't know anything else because he's been institutionalized. Mm-hmm. So his brain is set to that fucking mode now. So when he gets out and released, well, now he's like, he he would have been better off just staying in prison because now he's used to that. I'm not saying I'd be better off at the car dealership. I wouldn't be. Yeah. My life is, it's finally starting to kind of like, I'm finding a nice balance right now. But like, I'm not going to completely cut out wrestling because I do enjoy it. And well, my thing night, is, like, when, when you're 18, 19, and we're all doing the backyard wrestling, we're all trying to live that dream, like, oh, I'll never make it to WWE. This is the closest thing that I'm going to yeah. get. But now that, like, you're in your 30s, like, let's say you're, you're, mid, you're mid-30s, 34, yeah. okay? You're, like, one bad bump away, and that's with anybody. You're yeah. one bad bump away from, like, hurting yourself, getting yep. paralyzed, like, so... What is the... Like, do you love wrestling that much where, like, you're still willing to... Like, I don't even watch wrestling. That's the funnier part about it. I don't I don't watch wrestling. I'm not, yeah. I'm not a big fan of wrestling. I'm a fan of performing. So, like, so I, can't, my thing I like, can't perform hip-hop because I can't rap. I'm, I'm not good at that. I can sing heavy vocals. I don't know anybody that has the time to put into trying to start a band. I'm not going to go start a band with 20-year-old kids that have the free time because we don't like the same kind of stuff. And I don't like 20-year-old people. The 30-something-year-old people that I do know that would be able to start a band all have kids or lives or, you know, work, so I can't do that now. Mm-hmm. Um, I have this, which is great, but this is only, you know, once a week, so this isn't performing. This yeah, is I have that urge to perform, too. It makes you want you... Right, am I yeah. wrong? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You have a draw to it. Like, if you're a performer at heart, it's, it's like a satiable thing that you want to attain. You know what I mean? Like... Not even necessarily perform, just create. Like, this yes. is created, but create and perform, I right. guess. Because this is creating, but we're not performing. No, we're not performing. Yeah. We're just, this is just us talking. Yeah. You know, which is great. And we're, I think we do a really good job at it. And I think we have a couple ideas to start doing bigger and better things. No, we've done it for almost a year. But performing, like, last night I was miserable. I was sick to my, I just, I really, and I legitimately, I, I made myself dehydrated. Didn't fucking feel very good. 
from the from cutting my grass for two hours in the sun. I didn't eat. I drank a large coffee, a black iced coffee that like I drink uh, cold brew with that, which is even worse for you. No food in my stomach, no water in my stomach. I drank the night before because I've been depressed. So like I'm fucking my body's just swirling out fucking vodka. So my stomach is a mess now. So now it's like five thirty, and I'm like, I just, I, I literally was like the most. I was getting like a panic attack. Like I just didn't want to leave my house. Plus, Kristen is going away for four days. She was going away for three days this week because she's been traveling for work a lot. So I haven't even seen her in what feels like months. Like just a lot. You know what I mean? So like when the last thing you want to do now that I have the these Saturdays off is like go fucking do this almost like a chore. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And it was, and I knew it was going to be a dead show last night because it was five other shows going on. It's summertime, so everybody's starting to do other things. Plus, Pride Fest was last night, and a lot of other stuff was going on. So it wasn't a big crowd. It was probably like ten people there last night. The ten faithfuls that always show up. So now I got to go perform for ten people because they're the, they're the only ones that showed up last night. You know what I mean? So like, but here's what it did though. Here, and I guess here's where the story is kind of changing. I'm not gonna lie. Like, once my music hit, and I heard the people that were there cheer for me like they legitimately get got excited you know and whether I don't care if it's the same 10 people they they spend their weekends coming to see us so if it, even if it's the same 10 people that's what they do so they look to us to entertain them and get give them an opportunity to get out of their lives so me performing for 10 minutes and trying to like make a show out of it like I just I have fun and I try like a night like last night like I had a solid match with a kid that isn't always that great. He's known to be a sandbagger. He's really rough. Like he gets his balls busted a lot because he's not trained that great. But I made him look like a million bucks. And oh, I, you wrestled Johnny Mono? <laughs> that's a different story now. So the kid, David X, good kid, loves it, has a passion for it. But he's a little rough, and he, he gets his balls busted a lot. So I I kept him at bay, you know. <clears throat> but the point is, is, as soon as you hear that that music hit, and it's the song too, it's one of my favorite songs ever. It's a song by Jostin. Uh, it's got Howard Jones in it. It's called Chasing Demons. As soon as it hits, people know it's me. You know what I mean? Like, I was a surprise for that match. Like, nobody... It was billed as something else, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And it does, dude. It makes it go away. Like, for that for that 10 minutes you're in the ring, you don't think about work. You don't think about bills. You don't think about life. You don't... It just... You're thinking about... And you don't think about how... What... How that's a chore. Like, you mm-hmm. felt like it was a chore. Right. I used to be the same way even when I was performing all the time. Be like, It'd be like show day. I'd be like, oh, what the fuck? I don't mm-hmm. feel like going to do a show and dealing with all these people. Mm-hmm. Then you go out there on the stage and it's, you forget about all that. Like, you 100%. go automatic into performer mode. It's like a drug. Yeah. The endorphins. There's something about it, dude. People yeah. don't get it. If you've never done it before, if you've never performed in front of a crowd, it doesn't matter how big the crowd is. I've wrestled in front of 10 people and I've wrestled, wrestled in front of 150 people. And to feel a reaction, a visceral reaction from people. It's an electricity, and you get it. And that's, I, I've, I've always wanted to be a singer for a heavy band, right? And I don't have that ability, so this is my opportunity to. I wear the clothes that I would wear on stage. A lot of them are dressed similar to the way I would dress on stage. I, I have my own shirt now that looks like what I would want as a band shirt. It's designed as, after a band shirt. A couple of them, anyways. Like, I come out to a heavy song. I know the fucking lyrics, like the back of my hand. The crowd now knows the fucking song. So they know, like, my cadence, they know my movement, they know when I'm going to get to the top of the fucking ring and, like, try to get them going. What, like, there's just something about it. It's like being the performer of the hardcore band that I was never able to be, you know? So it does, it changes everything. And it made it go away. Then I hung out with Rosie last night, and that, that really changed a lot. So, And cool. then today comes, and you say, what am I wrestling again? You say, fuck, I don't feel like doing that. And then yeah. the cycle starts again. Yeah. Luckily, luckily, I, I snap out of it. Like, I'll be all right now, but I might, what I might do is I, I don't want to be... There's one company that runs every every other week, like no matter what. 
so I think what I'm going to have to do is after the next show two weeks from now I think I'm a champion there so if I lose the belt I'm probably going to just let him know like I'm not going to be able to I can't I can't commit to every other week anymore not right now once like once the summer's done then I think I'll, I'd be good good with that again but plus I'm not going to lie like not having I haven't I've been a singles wrestler now for probably well over a year me and Mata were only together in like one company but like not having him there anymore it's weird to me now like it feels like it's I don't know like like a chapter closed last last time I wrestled when me and him wrestled but anyways that's enough about that Ray's already fucking bored he's already mad at me for talking over music I'm not mad he's mad that I opened some blinds he's fucking he's miserable he's pissed at me look at this this is my best friend everybody he just wants chicken wings and video games that's yeah all. man that's all this is a simple life bro little, little little Ray how about this jump in jump into a conversation with me what have you been playing video game wise you've been into some new game haven't you uh, I've been fucking around with Borderlands lately because it's free on PSN and it's yeah, just a game that I've played in the past and I know it so it's fun I got a big new fucking TV now so it's nice to play something this been working right now oh yeah you knew so you haven't been uh, the big thing is when I switched it with my fire stick remote you have to unplug it because yeah. it recognizes the remote that's yeah. all but now did you watch E3 at all no because it had nothing to do with Sony practically and I really don't even give a shit about that right now a lot of people PS5 coming it. out uh, in like two years what is it PS5 Oh yeah, they're making a new Xbox. I think it's uh, twenty-one. I'm not too sure. How can you make this any better than what it is right now? Yeah, like, Technically, it's not going to be better. What they're saying, it's just going to have like no loading time anymore. But they got to have some more innovations on that. that yeah, like I enough. fucking hate. It's going to be uh, this one's not completely backwards compatible. It's going to be the point you can play any game that you owned backwards. I know? hate how like you fucking buy a console and then. Literally, like a year or two late, it's already like obsolete. And, well, like, that's yeah. any fucking I know, but it's just, it's just fucking. Well, the worst thing is, like, I was talking to somebody the other night, like, I don't have to worry about it too much with my Android. My Android's like fucking like almost six years old. With the iPhones now, like, they dumped down the fucking the speed. So, oh, yeah. like, you yeah, have to go out and buy up. a new phone. It's yeah. like so fucked up. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, they do that with everything. Fucking yeah. HD was the big thing for a couple of years, and then it's 4K. 4K yeah. is already out yeah. going up. 5K oh, yeah, is fucking coming soon. Fucking, right, that pisses me up too. Like, when it comes to, like, when PS5 comes out. 5K might be the fucking right. thing you might need to but run. You don't it need on. any more than fucking HD, I you know. know. Like Christ. like DVDs. Like I fucking I bought DVDs, bought DVDs, and they're like, oh no, you gotta get uh, Blu-ray. So I'm like, all right, bought all Blu-ray, Blu-ray. Now everything's like 4K. Yeah. So like I refuse to fucking go over to 4K because I know once 4K comes. Blu-ray's a fucking joke now. I mean, everybody watches shit digital now. Yeah. You know. Yeah, it comes yeah but, with, but 4K already streams now too. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, but it's like it's like when you guys buy vinyl, it's like you have to have that physical copy. Like Remember I when need fucking to. Blu-rays were like thirty dollars a disc now. You find them in the five dollar bin at Walmart. Yeah. You know what I mean? I just I paid twenty. That's the biggest. That's the biggest problem with the Blu-ray thing right now. They yeah. all come out like they they try they still try to hype up release dates on movies and they'll drop them at twenty five bucks. Like you know, in a month, this shit's gonna be in the five dollar bin. Just yeah. come out as like I would buy I would buy DVDs still if they were if they automatically came out at ten bucks. I bought fucking Lords of Chaos on Blu-ray and it was twenty two bucks. I'm like, what the fuck? That's crazy. Yeah. Well, think about CDs when they first came out. They were like twenty five bucks. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, vinyl well, what you do make is sense to me, but, you make yeah. your friend buy the CD that you want, they and then it. you buy it off of him at a discounted price. I did that with a couple albums when me and Ray were young. I did that to Steve. I talked up Crazy Town. I was like, yeah, you gotta get the CD. Oh, yuck. He bought it. You hoodwinked him? Oh, dude, he bought it for like 15 bucks. He sold it to me for five. Yeah. yeah. Come yeah, a pretty lady. Yeah. Come a pretty lady. Awful. You're my butterfly. <laughs> Sugar, baby. Oh, my God. Yeah, he's, he's, 
sees my me. butterfly. Not good. Not good at all. You fucked me. I honey fucked you. Honey dicked him. You honey dicked him real good. That fucking that's the one of the worst bands albums ever. It's so bad. Yeah, you know what? A lot of that music and that like that like what was it like all that fucking alternative like yeah. weird like shit. Party music. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I guess you could say that. No, I'm not trying to bust. I'm not even trying to bust balls. Like, what's that band? Uh, never meant to be so cold. Never meant to be so. What I really want to say is that I'm sorry for the way. Me and Kevin used to fucking sing that to him. I know what you're talking about. I don't know who it is. The fucking know. called. Um, is that Nickelback? No, 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 no. Because the drummer for Barry Dead went to that band when they they tried having a resurgence. They had like one. They were a one hit wonder. They had, they're not cold, cold something. Not cold. cold. Just cold, no. No, no, no. Cold, no, cold no, that play. was, I know, that was another band. Coldplay? No, it wasn't Coldplay. What's it the, was, what's the, fuck. What's the name of the song? No, Crossfit, Crossfade. Crossfaith? No, Crossfaith is the Japanese one. Crossfade is this band. Crossfire? Look up Crossfade. Crossfire! Yeah, that's just dope. No, Crossfade. Just look up Crossfade, you'll know what I'm talking about. But anyway, so like this, but like, that's one of them. And it's not a terrible song, it's just like, it's, 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 that narrative. That that crossfade. Awesome. They have a song called "Cold." Cold. Yeah, that's here. Watch. I'll show you. You know what I'm talking about. Or like, what's that other one? Trapped. That's another pretty fucking dog shit band. Or fucking fuel. Uh, Chevelle. Mm. Or fucking. I was yeah, never fuel. into Fuel. I never got into Fuel. I, never was into I saw fuel. them live. They opened up for fucking Aerosmith when I yeah. saw them like '98. It was not good. Uh, yeah, that whole. There's so much generic dog shit then. Right. But at least it was still rock and roll then. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Right, you gotta wait till the hook, bro. You gotta wait till the hook. This is good listening. People are into this. You know the song now, right? Yeah, we know now. Yeah. This is some fucking WWE shit. Now, yeah. this is this is some shit yeah. that you hear on HJY. But the best is, like, the video... The guy that's like, I never meant to be so like he's trying to be so fucking hip hop, like he's doing all the moves and shit. Like, know what's bad with that? Fucking Wheeler Walker Jr. He's a comedian that became like a country guy, or whatever. Which I I love him. I think he's hilarious. He was talking about that. He hates Florida Georgia Line and like he talks so much shit about them and all the other new country guys. Mm-hmm. Country is literally just hip hop. Like they're trying to be hip hop. If oh, you yeah. watch, if you watch like the Florida Georgia Line, the way they move and shit, they try to move like like black people. It's the fucking oh, listen funniest to most shit. of it now. That's it's just, so it's, bad. Hip hop drums and fucking. Well, what's that big song that fucking uh, Cyrus was just on? It, uh, it's the, the biggest song right now. It started out as one kid. Oh, uh, Old Town Road. Or yeah, yeah, Old Town yeah, Road. It's yeah. like the biggest song in like two years because yeah. it's, it's like bullshit. It's like country trap or something they're calling it. Yeah. Well, like there's a guy named fucking something Brown, not Chris Brown, but what the fuck is his name? He's like, he's tan or something, but he's he's awful. It's not good. Like he dresses like he dresses like Chris Brown, but he sings country. I like thought that Old Town Road song was a legit country song, and then I found out afterwards, mm-hmm. like playing it as a joke at something. That yeah, it's I a hip hop like, song. Oh my god, this is yeah. really bad. Yeah, it's not good. It's not good at all. But like country's, a, you know, what's sad is there actually are some really good country musicians out there right now that are still playing like real shit. Yeah, but they're they're mixed in with 
Like the country that's on the radio, pop country, yeah. it's so bad. It's terrible. Well, everything on top forty radio yeah. is terrible. Everything on radio, period, right now. Is bad. Yeah, it's rough. Like I can't, I just can't get into fucking a lot of the songs that are out there, man. There's a market for other shit, but the radio just doesn't seem to want to tap into it. I don't Please, think that I think it's still run by like old fucking 90s. white dudes that think yeah. they know what's going on, and until those people die, it's not going to get in. Well, I mean, it's like WWE. Eh, eh, yeah, don't know. I, w- I really do want to go down that road a little bit, but I've already clearly is just he, we're gonna lose him if we fucking talk anymore wrestling. Which we should we should circle back at the end to that AEW thing. Is that what you were talking about? Yeah, yeah, we got to talk about that. Yeah. Simply. Um But anyways, yeah, well, that's doesn't uh, just stay frustrated. Well, speaking of fucking big topics that are, you gotta sit forward, man. Motherfucker, I don't want to sit. You forward don't listen now. to the. You don't understand what it sounds like. You sound like you're. You sound like you're way back here. That's when I talk, I'll sit up. But okay. you probably we would probably engage you in more conversations if you sat forward. It's part of a conversation, right? Yeah, right. Come on, sit forward. Come on, just sit. You forward. sitting back like that is is as bad as me talking over your song. It's the same thing. Just sit forward. I gotta ask you. Come a on, question. man. You gotta sit forward. Be I part of the conversation. You can bring your choo choo train. Choo choo. Now arriving. That's so stupid. At You're Port stupid. Podcast. <laughs> Fucking Am moron. I? Am I? All right, Ray. I don't know. I'm an entertainer. What did you think of the Goldberg Undertaker match? <laughs> <laughs> there he goes. <laughs> no, on a serious, serious tip. So the, we should talk about that, like with the demonetization. We went to talk about it last week. We never got into it. There was a big wave of demonetizing videos on YouTube. Big scandal, blah blah blah. I believe Varg got taken down and demonetized. He has a right? new channel, but yeah. So he got taken down for hate speech <laughs> or something, right? Is that why they hit him? Anyone that has anything remotely offensive was either taken down completely or just demonetized. So that dude, uh, Steven Crowder, or Louder with Crowder is his, his thing, which I know you know who he is, but do you guys know who he is? Either one of you guys? No. So he's a right-wing conservative. He's only like 30 years old or something. Oh, wait, wait. Is he this guy? He's also he's, a comedian. Is he the yeah. guy that you have literally seen he's a change my mind meme the meme guy. the meme yes. guy yes. like yes. oh yes. my yes. god I've seen that guy for fucking like that picture on every goddamn yeah meme. which is great but have you ever actually watched any of his change my mind videos no. uh, you should everybody should like legitimately everybody should I don't I, I, I only watch uh, superhuman videos I love that guy which come on Ray you gotta love the superhuman videos what the fucking Jigglelet guy yeah <laughs> yeah. No, I'm so sad guy. that he's you see all the fucking hate he's getting like everybody he's getting mad at everybody cause they're like come on man where's the new video and he's like <laughs> I told you guys I'm hurt my body's more important I'll be back on the 22nd and then I'm done for 2019 like, yeah. how fucked up was that elbow on the coffee mug oh my fucking god me and Rosie were talking about it earlier. She's like, all the, all the video was with him jumping on coffee mugs. He got hurt that bad. I was like, did you see the picture? Dude, his arm was yeah. fucked. Dude, Dude, like, now now he lets you vote. And I'm, like, thinking to myself, which one is he going to get fucked up the most on? And that's the one I'm fucking picking. Well, yeah, and, no and, like, I'm like, I'm like, he's nuts. I would not fucking do that. I knew that was going to fucking. I, I'm surprised he didn't get, like, fucking, like, nope. imp- like completely, not like, good. oh. Not mm. good. Although, all you got to do is open up an artery. Well, that's... I'm surprised yeah. he did it, honestly. Because, like, holy shit, man. There's a reason why... So, I I do not like the deathmatch stuff at all. I'm not into it. Even though I put up that video, I do want to see that, that, that Vice thing. I don't... I can't get into that. But there is an art behind it. There is a science behind it. If you're doing it right, like the guys like Ricky Sheen Page and guys like that that know what they're doing, make a career out of it. This, like, if you jump on barbed wire the wrong way, like, you're fucked, man. Or if you hit, fucking break one of those light tubes over your back the wrong way, like, that shit sticks in your back. It, it implodes. It's like shrapnel. Yeah. It's not smart, and it's not good to breathe that shit in either. I hate Gary that Gary and I have done that. 
the light tubes and yeah you guys have also like done that. fucking staples to your forehead staples staples aren't as bad as you no, think it's really no not. but so the staple to, who's staple it probably to hurts less to get hit in the head with a staple gun than it would your finger the what I would probably hurt more less in your forehead than it would oh, yeah. if you caught your finger. Well, what? now it's your time to be the fucking the the uh, the mediator here because we you just missed it. What did you do to Gary? I stapled a dollar bill to his cheek. Yeah. So but the, uh, see when you get something and it blew in the wind and it was fucking perfect. When you timing. get something stapled to your head, whatever the scariest part and the most painful is is knowing that you're gonna get stapled. Yeah. The, it's like the pain doesn't hurt. It doesn't hurt. It's a split you, second. Yeah. It, well, it's not even that. Like you you barely feel it. How did it feel when I pulled it out? It it doesn't really because you're so hopped up on adrenaline because yeah. you're like you're like anticipating like oh like when I got hit in the head with the thumbtack baseball bat the 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 worst feeling out of the whole fucking thing was uh, hours later when I went home and took a shower and I'm just fucking hot water on my head oh my god have you so guys fucking bad. you've seen that right yeah have you seen it no oh my god I got that's hit. bad. I got hit in the head. I made a thumbtack baseball bat. So, like, I had was a plastic... It a wiffle ball bat? It yeah, was, right? it was, like, a wiffle ball yeah. bat that nice I shit. super glued, like, thousands of, like, thumbtacks on the baseball bat. Jesus. And Glenn hit me in the head with it. But the way that, like... That was I, in Evans Yard, wasn't it? No, it was in Jay's Yard. Oh, I've definitely seen the footage. I just couldn't the way it. that I glued them all, like, they were all, like... They were all in, like, strips. So, yeah. like, when it hit my head, they all just went, like... They all came off in a big strip with like the glue behind. Big it. strip, so like I got hit in the head, and literally everybody was like, "Oh my god!" And I'm like, "You can see me!" Like I break out. I'm like, "Is it bad?" Like I'm like I'm selling. Like I'm like ah! And everybody's like, "Oh my god!" I go ah! I go, "Is it bad?" We got and the worst. Though, I was watching Glenn rip him out because you can see there's like a whole there's like a square of them on his head because Glenn's the just fucking pulling them off yeah. his head. And like everybody's like, "Oh my god!" I'm like, "I'm like be careful." He's like, he's like, "I'm trying, I'm trying." I'm like, just. Be careful. Be careful. Now, let me ask you this. After that whole situation, did you get, like, a fucking towel and, like, soak it in alcohol and fucking, like... No. No? We never did anything like that back then. Uh-uh. No tetanus shots? No nothing? Just no. fucking pure You guys ever hear about fucking how his backyard where uh, Rain, the first time Rain showed up, he, he fucking wrestled his cousin that was, like, he... His cousin was, like, 15 or something, and Rain was, what's... Let's see, he's gotta be, like, your age, isn't he? Yeah. You never about the same yeah. age. His cousin uh, is a co- only a couple years younger than me. You know who the he is, tall though. kid. The tall he was in IMZ, yeah. <clears throat> no, 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 not that, not Jack Hammer. Oh, who? No, I know who oh, Jack Hammer. Uh, oh, Burt Reynolds. The only oh, was a skinny kid. He fucking he power bombed him when I was cinder block and split his fucking head open and like, st- dude, I'm talking staples, like, yeah. like a watermelon, split him right down the fucking back, dude. It Jeez. looked like a zipper. Yeah. It was fucking gross. Oof. And like he swore up and down that he was eighteen. Like lied to fucking Howie. Howie almost got in trouble. His because Howie's dad was a sheriff. So like, and Howie was like twenty five when we were like sixteen. <laughs> so fucking that was bad too. Any of that shit, like fucking that kid Ray uh, Pacheco. He fucking he did a, a off of Howie's backyard. He had a. Did you guys ever go to his, his house? He had like that deck that was off the back of his house, and then the ring was like right in front of that. I only went to the front of his house, and he called the cops on us. All right, so his house was about, it was like a one, it was like this, like a, like a slab, almost like, but just longer. And you could jump off the back, like, yeah, he's there. He's again. <laughs> Dude, this is, you might actually fucking find this so interesting. He's, he's so fucking, you're so miserable today, buddy. Yeah, anyway, so, so Ray, Ray Pacheco fucking dove and did like a swanton dive off the fucking top of his roof onto, uh, I can't remember who the fuck he did it to, but that, that got us in trouble. 
But yeah, the fucking the sloppy tournaments are always fucking nasty as shit. Those are yeah. there's a lot of light bulbs in that. A lot of the weapon shit, like the attacks and all that, it's not as bad as you think it is. Like, did, I, did you actually do like like I know I did. I don't know. Did you do light tubes? I know me and Loverboy did for, did it first. I don't know if you. did I don't think I ever that. did a light tube. I got uh, what did I do? I got was it rock bottoms? Did you guys ever do sheetrock? That was a big thing when I started. We used to get planks of sheetrock. We'd they'd steal them and we'd fucking powerbomb each other. Ah, dude, one time I fucking when I was working at the uh, donut factory, fucking we had these like big giant industrial fucking size like cookie pans, <laughs> like literally like three feet like wide. And fucking, I, uh, I drew the, the wraith symbol. I, see, now you can put going because I'm talking your language. Woo, woo! Uh, I drew, I drew the wraith on it, the ICP album, and fucking, I was wrestling Juice, dude. I fucking, oh my god, I, I hit him <laughs> so fucking hard repeatedly, because I didn't like it. And that was a, it wasn't like a cheap little cookie sheet either. Yo, yeah, this isn't dollars, this is like, if you were gonna go to the store, like, this is one of those, like, super duper thick ones. Oh, I fucking killed him. There's even, like, certain chairs, like, people don't realize there's a different, like, the, the more expensive the fucking the oh, steel yeah. chair is, the thicker it is. Yeah. Like, if you get hit with the chair that you're, you're sitting on, Steve. Not that bad. I don't no. care how hard you swing it. It's nope. not that bad. That thing, that thing will dent over my head. Yeah, it's not that but bad. That's something that you Dude, fucking fucking the one that Mata hit me with the last time when like when he hit me. Not our match that we just had, but when he came out and attacked me. Yeah. What the fuck, man? Like the chair he picked up. As soon as he picked it up, I was like, "Fuck, this is gonna suck so bad." And you like, even though I've had it happen a million times, like I know what my back can do and what it can take. And dude, he fucking cracked me with it. And like, I made sure to like keep on moving because I know him. Like, all I kept on picturing in my head was he was going to crack me in the back of the spine or something, and I was just going to fucking... This goes back to what you were saying, though. Like, See, the back <laughs> is more like a slap. Where, yeah. I mean, we were doing... Headshots, I Headshots do. yeah, back then, that. like, it was fucking, like, every week. Yeah, I never... <laughs> even when I was young, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't... I, I knew... I had enough head injuries from football, so I was, yeah. I was always worried about that. Yeah, but we also had that special chair in, like... The backyard, like the really super thin yeah. ones. So those weren't. They were like. Yeah, those aren't they were like. They, but I mean, it was heavy duty, yeah. like fucking metal. But it was like wicked thin. Yeah, yeah that's not. So true. like, none of us ever took fucking straight like giant chair shots. Yeah, unless Puma did it. Oh yeah, yeah. there was regular chairs in the backyard. Yeah, but we. But if there was ever like we're getting hit in the head with chairs, you never did anything like that. I know you did though, because you used to do like the you used to do that stupid shit. That was like that one time. I think it was in Rory's backyard. Yeah, well, he wrestled once. Yeah, he was. Me and him were a tag team. He was called Captain Howdy. We like made our own shirts and shit. But the very first time I ever backyard wrestled, Ray Ray wrestled also that day, and that's the only time he was one and done. He never did it again. I was like, yeah, I'm good. But that was also the remember that was Jared Jared Burroughs came out as fucking. uh, Oh my god, he came out as a gay character. Remember Jared Burroughs? Trying to think. All I remember is he was really good friends with Chris Satty. This dude who like he was a wicked job, really good kid. I think he's a fucking firefighter or something now. But Jared Burroughs came out as treacherous Tyrone, and like <laughs> I think I have that footage still. And he was like, "I'm treacherous Tyrone." Like the way you thought it was the fucking it was the worst. It was the worst. Oh man, I kind of miss like the horror stories about back at wrestling because even if you weren't into it, like you still everybody did. It. Even Ray did it. You know, like. Which is something that we did. We all watched wrestling when we were young. Even yeah. if you didn't, didn't stick with it. Like, everybody wanted to become... I have a fucking guy that I work with right now. He's he's a, one of my best friends at work already. He's an awesome dude. He's got a band. He's a little bit older than me. He plays drums and shit. But he talks about it all the time. He's like, dude, you wrestle? He's like, I've always... He goes, I just gotta come see you once just so I can run the ropes once. He, like, I've never... Like, you can't not want to do that. It's yeah. something about it. You know what's funny is, a lot, is the way wrestling is now with the size of guys. If, if we were doing backyard wrestling in an era like that 
way more of us would have went on to actually wrestle. Because I know a lot of us oh. didn't wrestle just because of Not our for size. nothing. Because of how readily available rings are and shit nowadays, most... The, People don't back out wrestling more. They just wrestle. Like yeah, yeah. they just get a ring now. Like it's yeah. not that hard. Well, I mean, I think I think more of us would have went on to do like no, real indies and like actually I mean, do something oh, yeah. with it. Fucking Joe Janela, he's never been fully. Yeah, he's never been never properly trained. trained. Oh, a lot he of guys had. He had like a he had like a pro, uh, like a shit bag like indie wrestler. Yeah. Come down to his backyard wrestling federation. Yeah. And then he like asked them how to like become a wrestler. Yeah. And like that guy told them to come down to like a show. And the, uh, like Janela like lied and was like, "Oh, I got trained like two towns over." Yeah, you know. And like didn't. he just started doing shows, so like he's been self-taught. And this yeah. motherfucker is like one of the. He got signed to fucking AEW. You yeah. know what I mean? It's like yeah, that's a lot of that's a lot of indie guys. I'm I'm, but I know I never got trained specifically because I that was the era where everyone was still six five and fucking yeah. two hundred fifty pounds. Yeah, wasn't worth it. Well, that where, and you, <laughs> that and you bumped like Mr. Perfect. And look at Mr. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, you used to hit your head. I remember that. Remember when we used to go down a fucking. Uh, the... I hit. I didn't hit my head in USWF when I tried to do it in a ring. I used to hit my. I uh, dude. I don't. I I trained for a little while. I couldn't do it. I could, like I don't have the back for it. Like I would always fuck. I'd get the back pain. I'd have to stop. Like I've I've well I've trained with a bunch of people. I can I can do it. I just my problem is, is I get bored with the problem with a lot of training is. The teachers, instead of like wanting to teach you how to work a match, they'll teach you. They all they always put you through those bullshit like. Uh, yeah, just teach me. Do do five hundred fucking free squats. Go yeah. run the ropes this way. Like, and I get yeah. that, but like, some people naturally have an ability to be able to just work a match. Right. So you need to teach them how to build their offense list. Build. You know what I mean? Like work a character. If you watch enough wrestling, you know. Yeah, now what's going on. But there are some people that, dude. Oh, I know. Oh my god! Still yeah. to this day, I, I know people that are trained, dude. That like. When I was at XWA, I saw people that were coming that were coming up from like CZW that took worse bumps than anybody I've ever seen in the backyard, yeah. and it blew. And they're fucking fully trained. It blows my mind. Yeah. Sorry, Ray. <laughs> back to reality. So Steven Crowder. Back, back to, to reality. Yeah. What you're I'm about? Wife can't smile because I knocked your teeth out. Should I even know that shit? Come on, Ray. Whoop whoop. Whoop 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 whoop. Bunch of dark ninjas, bro. Room. Do the bunch of fucking jiggalettes in the room. This photo, jiggle, jiggle, it. jiggle. Don't try this at home. Woo, woo. We got a, we got a. He's in Florida. I figured out because he took he, that one thing that Arnie put up on my wall. Just, oh, the beginning of this episode, hundred percent has to be him going whoop 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 when he was doing <laughs> when he was doing the football. Like getting lined back in the car. Yeah. I don't get like I don't get the. No, the best part is when he's he's like down in like a fucking four three point stance and he goes whoop whoop. I don't get the end game to those earlier videos. Oh, they all suck. Like, like fucking him, run, suck. him running into the trunk sucks. And then like this one where he was running into a gate, and I'm like, what? Like, what is the end game? Like, when he drink, what is the end game with any of them? <laughs> no, no. Yeah, yeah but at least when he's doing stupid. an elbow, like, okay, you I'm know, gonna do like, an elbow drop like Shawn Michaels on barbed wire. I oh, hope yeah, you like it. The best is like, yeah, he's like. He, he always has like, oh, I'm going to do uh, a Jeff Hardy elbow. I'm going to do a Shawn Michaels. I'm going to do the They all look exactly the same. And I'm like, what the fuck is the difference? <laughs> oh, I'm going to do the Mick Foley butt bump. I'm like... Well, no, there, there are differences. Like, Shawn Michaels, if, if you've never paid attention, when he would jump, he would tap his arm and fucking pop it up like a flex. If you've never really noticed, go back and look. No, no, no. I, I or Bret Hart that. would do the fucking... Yeah. The second rope I think he's saying there's no difference in how he... Does. I know, there's no difference no, in how agree. superhuman does it. Right, I agree with that. I you do agree I mean? with that. Especially, like, when, like... Right before he's doing it, he's going, Fuck this shit! Like, that's the best part, though. When he's like, when he goes, This is a super show. Dude, 
<laughs> Fuck this shit! And he jumps. I get pissed off though when he doesn't take the shirt off. Because I'm like, dude. The only, that only happened in the old ones though. Now the new ones, every single time he does it. No, there's a couple of the newer ones where he's like doing straight, like jumping on, like, like, like the ones where like he's like got the, the chair. Those might be older ones. I'm telling you, all the all the newer recent ones that he that, that he became famous for, that's how he got found. They all have the shirt that I've seen. There's a couple of them where he There's some old ones and that I get mad. Well, because I, I like I said, I watched them all on like yeah, yeah. one day taking a shit and I've watched them all. I have done that so, like, times, yeah. There's a couple I don't know if I was watching them out or but like there's one where like he doesn't take his shirt off and I'm like, what the fuck? And then like yeah. ten where he does, so and then there's another watching it, like, why doesn't this guy take his shirt no, off? No, 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 no. Because <laughs> if he's gonna fucking like jump, like I wanna see fucking like you how, pain. Yeah, yeah, I want to see thing? it. So, yeah. like, I want... Besides, like, he's wearing a fucking ICP shirt. Like, take it off. Like, <laughs> Yeah, have respect for ICP shirts, man. Oh, you don't want, you don't want that Yeah, you don't want to fucking put a tear on that. No, fuck no. Especially because the same exact shirt every single time somehow. I wonder if he films multiple in one day. Or if he's doing them on different days. Because, like, clearly there's a couple, like, when he... There's one where he, he jumps on barbed wire and he gets up and it's clearly sticking to his back and, like, pulling his skin. But, like... You'll see the next video from the next week, and he doesn't have any marks on his back. And I know barbed wire can heal up pretty quick because it's essentially just little pin pin pricks. But like, I don't. I, I wonder how he does it. He must. He must be doing multiple shots in one day, and he must just be fucking setting it up. And because he sets up the same thing every time. The older ones. There's a couple that are really like. There's one where he jumps into like a trash can, like or a big trash dumps dumpster. That one sucked. Then he does the one thing that I think was funny. Have you seen him chug the fucking hot sauce? I haven't seen that one. Dude, he chugs a lot of hot sauce and runs into the side of his house. It's fucking hilarious. There's a couple of them where he chugs hot sauce and he does something stupid. Okay, so it's not just one in it. Fuck this shit. Whoop, whoop. Jigglers and jigglets. 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 I love love his fucking t-shirt designs. Somebody's somebody's actually legitimately making him some decent shirts. Oh, yeah. I've only seen like three or four of those videos. Yeah, so have I. Oh, you gotta. Well, he's got. He's got the ones that like we've talked about the yeah. Lego one, the fucking. He's got uh, two new ones, and he's the got the last uh, one. I saw that. He's got a Pokemon card that he just released too. Yeah, he's got his own Pokemon card. I I would I would buy a shirt, but the fucking shirts are like twenty five bucks, then seven dollars to yeah. ship it. I'm not paying thirty two dollars for almost forty bucks for a yeah, t-shirt. not for a fucking superhuman shirt. Yeah, no, definitely not. Although I kind of I'm really tempted by the one that says "fuck this shit" and it's like him jumping. That's, that's a pretty sweet shirt. I would definitely buy uh, a sticker and add to the table. He's got, how the if he hasn't already gotten offers, he's one video away from starting to get offers from people flying him out to shows. It's got he's got to be or like fan fest. Like we just had that fan fest. Didn't day. um I I thought I saw a post from him somewhere somehow talking about he got invited to the gathering and he turned it down. No, I told you that. Yeah, okay, uh, that. fans have been offering to pay his way, like not like no like no money, like flight, like like hotel or whatever or staying at the gathering he, he just turns it down but like there's some shit like if you want to send him like free shit I think he accepts it because he's always yeah, posting he like up, hey look at my fan yeah. sent me this and this yeah. and this so yeah, some wrestling company sent him a fan like a like a pack a gift pack or whatever and he was all about it he was all excited about it I just I don't know I'm, I wanna I would like to see him do a real interview because the way he talks is he's definitely from Florida that's for sure that's that's some fucking good. But like, fun. there's sometimes like when you read his like post, it's like well written, like punctually. Yeah. Uh, it's like I'm like, how is this the same fucking guy? Maybe he's playing a character. No. <laughs> no, you you ain't faking jigglets and jigglets. Jigglets. The way he says that, dude, it's there's something up there. There's something a little. He he drank some of that fucking Tallahassee water or something, bro. 
He's drinking that moonshine, man. He's probably on the spectrum. I, w- I that's what I would imagine. He looks like he is, but you don't want to be, you know. Yeah. I I know a bunch of people that fucking that are in yeah. wrestling right now. Anyway, so yeah, so back to fucking back to what we started off with was the whole uh, the the Stephen Crowder Stephen Crowder thing with Bar- <laughs> that Barbara led to a lot of fucking different places. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I actually like it when we just riff and talk about whatever the fuck we feel like. I mean, realistically, the, that conversation with the Stephen Crowder thing would be a better conversation if everybody watched one or two of his videos so we could kind of have more of a kind of discussion about it. Because I, even though he comes off like a pompous cunt, like him a lot and respect a lot of what he says. I don't agree with all the stuff he says, but I respect his platform. I respect the fact that no matter how pissed people get at him when he's talking to them, he stays completely calm and has well-thought-out opinions or arguments to everybody's discussion. Yeah. Like, the best is when he goes to fucking, like, colleges. Like, when the fucking Me Too movement happened, like, he he, uh, he went and did the, uh, there's no such thing as white privilege, changed my mind. People get so pissed at him. But it's hilarious. So the, 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 another good one is the, uh, there are only two genders one. And then he's, like, in San Antonio, Texas, and some, some mayor is a trans, it's a man that's a trans woman now, whatever. And fucking, she walks by, and she sits down and has a, a conversation with him. And it's, it's a pretty well thought out conversation on both ends, but then like her secretary flips out on him, like the way you expect like a college kid to do, like you know, like one track mind, like yep. it's a girl, real you know, an actual girl, yeah, and she is more offended for the trans man, yeah, than the trans than the trans man is, you know what I mean? And it's yeah. the same idea as like he has a good point. I think it's him that said it, or somebody else said it that like if you look at colleges, if you look at where a lot of these debates come from. The outrage culture, like black people aren't outraged about all this hate no, it's crime. White they hate, kids. It's white college kids. It's privileged, well, uh, well-funded white college kids. That's why, if you listen to Jordan Peterson, who works in a college, mm-hmm. he talks about all this stuff and I love Jordan traveling Peterson. around college. Yep. He's one of the people that got fucking and lumped in with mm-hmm. all that shit too. The Nazi. Yeah, shit. they they call him right wing, and he's not even close. No. He's so fucking far he's away. Certainly from not him. a Nazi. No, no. This all goes back to the fucking post I had on Facebook this week about the guy I saw who had a fucking Hellhammer shirt on. And he his had a who, who German flag on his hat. Himself when he had a German flag. Oh, I didn't. Kid, even, kid did nothing. Ostracized. <laughs> but oh, he must be a fucking uh, Nazi because there's a lynching on his shirt, even though it's a clear. How do you know it's not just a suicide? And he has a German hat. He has to be a Nazi. I didn't shirt. even notice the hat. I just saw the shirt. Yeah. Yeah. But it's just. How, how do you know it's a lynching? It's a fucking t-shirt. Yeah, it's fucking disgusting. And it's a, from an album called Triumph of Death. It's it's a fucking suicide. I just like my down shirt with the guy hanging on mm-hmm. the fucking tree on the down shirt. It's the same thing. It's a suicide. Dude, I have one of my favorite songs ever is a song called "Your Picture Hung Itself" by uh, uh, Most Precious Blood. Like, yeah. if you if you just if outraged people read uh, "Your Picture Hung Itself," you would just automatically assume that it's something about like fucking not. But these guys are like super liberal, fucking yeah. like left wing, like they're vegans, they're fucking activists. Like it's, but the band's awesome. But they have a song called "Your Picture Hung Itself," and it's like yeah. it's just a great song. But I know what you're talking about it's it's amazing. Yeah, it's 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 strange because all these people. I've just coming out of nowhere, and if you have anything that can be, have any kind of connotation towards racism, like a picture of a hanging, all of a sudden it's a lynching. They just automatically you're a Nazi, and you're banned off Facebook, and you're banned off Twitter, and yeah, and all which, which is gross that all that happens like that. Like I, I'm glad that like, Rogan had those Twitter people on, but it was a joke. Yeah, it was a total joke. The first time was really bad. Yeah, and like 
I'm glad he tried to write it and bring bring through that. Yeah, down, especially when he had that Tim Pool guy. That was guy great. Fucking destroyed. He that. tore the fucking people from Twitter in half. Yeah, he's like Crowder. He yeah. he fucking he just know he's well thought out. Well, and he's a and he's not even a conservative. He's he's, he's super left liberal. wing. Yeah, super liberal. But he does it the right way. I yeah. respect the way he's doing it. Yeah. It's called conversations, man. People don't want to have conversations anymore. Fucking context matters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I <laughs> know, uh, seriously. Like, you, it's... Oh, man. It it's like uh, Mike Mike Jakes, who was on the show last week, made a good comment on that Facebook post. He said, these people who are jumping to these conclusions are kind of breeding racism themselves. Even though they're anti-racist because there's people who might have a, a fucking Trump hat who are getting beat up in the street just because they have a Trump hat. Mm-hmm. So that's a form of racism in itself. Look yeah. at look at that, that look at that thing that happened. What was it last year when the, the or a couple months ago when the fucking the high school kids with the MAGA hats were on fucking they were at the, the, the state house or whatever and yeah. the Indian guy walked up to him and yeah. fucking got in his face and if you watch so edited it looks like that kid was being shitty to that the, the right. Indian guy. The actual footage, the actual real uncut footage shows that guy just showing up out of nowhere. Yeah, fucking busting the air balls. And then there was something else that happened before that. Yeah, even like black Israelites that. there that yeah. were causing problems too. Yeah, it had nothing to do with those kids. That kid yeah. did everything right. He yeah. just stood there and fucking just didn't say a word. Yeah. Didn't say one bad word. Didn't say anything. Just yeah. stood there. And the news never fucking backed off of that. Really, I mean, Probably a little, that, that a little kid, bit. Th- that kid got death threats, man. Right. There were actors and comedians and shit on Twitter going, "Oh, these kids should be fucking should be beaten, should be dragged out, and blah blah." Right. blah. You don't even know what the fuck happened, man. Give it, give it a minute. Whoa, back up. Mm-hmm. And I had, I actually. A person that I'm friends with on Facebook, I commented when that happened, when the, the real footage started coming out, I, I, a friend of mine put up a, the actual like thing, and she's super liberal, or her husband's super liberal, whatever, and they're friends with all those super liberal people in fucking Providence, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, the super left, the far left, like the, are like creating hate themselves because of how bad they are. She's super fucking against all this oppression shit, puts up this video and goes, hey guys, like, just so we're all clear, this is really what happened, and she got torn in half yeah. for posting it, and she's like, I even jumped on her and was like, have any of you actually watched this video? Nope. Have you realized that, like, the kid, well, the kid's still wrong. Is he? Why? Well, he's wearing a hat that, that creates uh, hate. Does it? How, how, how does a hat, how does a hat yeah. create violence? Yeah. It doesn't. Stop it. It's context. It's, it's giving fucking power to words, like, saying the N-word. Yeah. Like, you're giving it power by making, and I get it. I'm a white guy, but like anything like that, call me a cracker, call me a hockey, call me whatever the fuck you want. I grew up a poor white kid. I'm white trash. Like, yeah, I don't take offense to it. And there is a rise in like white nationalists and stuff, but it has nothing to do with Trump, and it has everything to do with the left people being, calling uh, right wingers or white nationalists. Yeah, so yeah, they automatically say, you know what? All right, that's what you want me to be. Then I'm going to go to that. Well, side. that's there's a good. I have, I don't think we've ever talked about this, but there's a band that I, I like. Yeah, but that, okay, just I'm sorry. Can no, I, but like, let's just say that like there is actual footage of Donald Trump, and it like say it goes on the news tonight, right? And he refers to as a black person as the N word, right? And then people who are wearing the MAGA hats try to justify and be like, oh well, blah blah blah, you know, he didn't know what he was saying. Like, does that make Trump a racist? No. By by saying a word does not make you a racist. Here's a question for you. Have you ever listened to a rap song with the word N in it and sang the lyrics in your car? Uh, I don't say that. I don't say it. I, don't, I, don't, I just don't say Listen, the word. I know. All right, have you ever read a book with that word and read it in your head? Doesn't make you a racist for reading a no, book no, no, because no, it's but, written. But, but even if you said it, even if you said it in, di- in direction of a black person, it doesn't make you a fucking racist. No. Like if I call 
if I call you a faggot, yeah. it doesn't mean having I'm, having hatred yeah. towards those people is bigotism or racism or whatever else. Just saying a word doesn't. Yeah, but what if what if it was racist. proven that he is a racist? Okay. And um, then people try to justify it. Well, I mean, in what way? Yeah, but but then, people but try to justify that, it the other way. Yeah, but then does that hat become a symbolism of, of hatred? No. No. This His hat? Because he's not going around, he's not wearing the hat telling everybody that owns these hats to go incite riots and, and like right, and so, racism. He's, so, not, he's not inciting anything with the hat. He's right. not saying that the hat is a symbol of hate. It's it's not the case. And that's what everybody's making it out to be. No, but like, that's it's a symbol issue. of his, like, if, if, if he believes... A symbol is only a symbol when you give it the power of whatever the fucking symbol is. Yep. So if most people say, yeah, but say ninety nine percent of the people who own those hats and wear those hats have no uh, racism ties whatsoever, if it's suddenly found out that he is legit proven a racist, that now becomes a symbol of racism. Yes, like, what about all the other stuff that they believe in, like small government and uh, a border wall doesn't mean racism. Either so uh, you know having having a border and having all this and that's what they believe. Well, in, actually, so that's why I think we should you guys should everybody should take a look at some of those Crowder things. So he had another one that was I was watching the other day and Rosie got in the car and was listening to it with me a little bit, and he has one about uh, I believe in the border wall changed my mind, and he had three or four college kids come on. They sit with him and they try to explain to him whatever. And there's one kid that was like Mexican or whatever, uh, and he they were like, uh, well, why can't we just have a bunch of guard towers? Okay, well. How are, how is one guard tower going to stop a bunch of people coming in? Here's right. the misconception. The, the misconception with the, with that is is that colleges are teaching people that the majority of the illegal aliens that are coming to the country are people that let their visas run out when they get here, right. and that's that. And it's not no. true. His he has actual facts. It's forty two percent of the illegal aliens that fucking happen here are visa issues. Over fucking sixty percent. Of the ones that are coming in are people that either jump or border cross or float in on rafts or fucking or whatever. They're being flown in here. And that's the misconception. That's the problem. That's why you need border walls. So, like, and the reason why we need the border issue, I'm not saying that we need a wall. I'm just saying that we need better border control. That's what I believe. So, the wall thing is just a fucking, it's a, it's a, it's just an easy buzzword for the. It's also a symbol, really. That is a symbol. But I believe that we have. If we, if we just open up the fucking floodgates and let everybody come in, you pay taxes, I pay taxes, right? But you have people coming in that don't pay taxes, get to fucking use welfare, get to use fucking uh, free health care, get all this other free schooling, all this other shit that I don't get. Right? That's okay. Jobs. They get jobs and don't have to pay taxes and then take the money and ship it back to their country. And we have That's no okay. way to... Like, they're not on the record so that we have no way to know mm. anything about them, their movements. Well, what, what, movement. if, what if they were a fucking... What if they were a legit rapist, right, and got out of fucking prison, came here... Right? Lived on our fucking welfare, lived on our fucking housing, lived on our fucking, used our fucking medical, used everything else, right? And fucking went on fucking making more crimes or whatever. Like, did other shit. You want that person running around? No. You don't, we don't know who they are because that's the whole point of having like some kind of a border control is knowing who's coming in and out. That's the whole point of like social security numbers. That's the whole point of all that shit. But the tax thing is what gets me. I work my fucking ass off, I pay taxes. I'm poor because I do things the right way. Mm-hmm. I haven't even had medical in two years because I couldn't afford it. But you have fucking people in this country that don't belong here because they don't they don't live the way everybody else is. The the system is built. I hate taxes, but the fucking facts are the facts. That's it's it's a fact of living in the country. You ought to pay taxes. But do I agree with where the tax money goes? Not at all. Not even a little bit. 
I'm more left wing when it comes to that kind of thing. I think a lot of the money is being pissed away in fucking piss poor governments. I think it's being funneled to fucking programs and shit that I can't stand. How many times a, a, a year do we hear about fucking local, uh, you know, whatever fucking DOT uh, managers taking the money and fucking putting it into their own pockets or in fucking the system over instead of fixing bridges that we pay for? You go to any other fucking state, dude. You go to Maine, who has no money to their fucking name. Their roads are crystal clear and perfect. They have four times the fucking weather that we get. Our roads suck. Road is in our name. Yeah, I know it's spelled different, but like, how the fuck are our roads so bad? Look out front of Ray's house. It's terrible. It's terrible, right? But we pay taxes for that. But it's okay to let fucking well, the melting pot, right? Melting pot, come in the right way, right? Come in the right that way. That needs to change too. Like, Get a fucking job, and that does. It, it does. takes a long time. It takes to be a, able to do it. It takes a super they, long they time to and fix it's, it, and it's bullshit. And that might be right. a lot of the reason why people don't do it. But that's the problem. That's where the border thing comes in. And that's the issue. It's not people fixate on. Oh, the, the wall. Build the wall. It's $5 billion to build the wall. But our fucking national, uh, national fucking budget's trillions. Right. There's no actual... What the fuck is a billion dollars when it's trillions in the bucket? With all the shit that you see on the news, there's never any middle ground. It's always the extreme and the extreme. Like right. One side wants just everyone to come in willy-nilly, and right. one side wants nobody to come right. in. Right. And that's not Really, it's really somewhere in the middle. Right. But they never talk about the middle, so... And it lends everyone else who thinks about this stuff to think on the extreme ends too, like a far right person. And that's what happens. That's exactly what happens. You have two fucking sides that won't sit down in a room and conversate. And that's where that Crowder guy, I like him because that's all he's trying to do. He's trying to have a conversation with somebody that has a different opinion than him. And he has facts to back it up. And if if you sit down and he would like if you have an honest conversation with him he'll he'll shake your hand and be like you have great valid points i appreciate that he never one t- he never raises his voice he never gets mad at anybody he never yells at anybody he never fucking incites riots he's not he's actually like he's funny like he does yeah. he, him and they fucking broke through an antifa rally one time they they got a fucking not uh not gay jared or whatever his name is he's one of his producers fucking hooked up with antifa who's a fucking super violent uh left wing Gang, essentially, right? Antifa meaning anti-fascist, but they're right. fascist. Fascist. They're, they're the biggest fascists going. Yeah. So, like, they're the polar opposite of what everybody. They were the they're just like the Occupy Wall Street people that fucking yeah. shit and pissed all of the. We have a group of them here that fucking block metal shows and shit all the mm-hmm. time because supposed Nazi ties. Yeah, yeah. Which it's tough because I have friends on both sides of that. You know yeah. what I mean? It's 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 really it's tough, man. Yeah. There's not enough people that are just wanting to have a conversation. People take extreme opinions about things because they see a thing they see a headline on fucking Facebook and they just go with it and that's the issue what's this guy's name? Stephen Crowder Steven you really Crowder. should you should read uh, just he's, listen to him he's a former he, I think he still does comedy he still does comedy has, has he ever done jujitsu in the woods in Zumba's? <laughs> no no nothing's as good as Varg or Vernickiness or whatever the fuck is that. I can't even pronounce the last name so I just kind of like over talk to everybody on that one but do you, that's the issue though so the point is is too many people don't want to have honest conversations about it look at it realistically do I think we should have foreign people allowed in absolutely a lot of fucking foreign people know real struggle because they come from a fucking lesser world than we have yeah. and work harder than we do and this isn't a racist thing like so alright so you see a lot of Mexicans fucking cutting grass dude their life sucks they, they're not afraid to work to fucking make, make some money look at the fucking white kids that are out fucking or whatever American kids will say that are out fucking cutting grass typically they suck at it because they're fucking idiots or whatever look at fucking I work at a big national company and you have Indian people all over the place they're smarter than us <laughs> they're better at school than we are like, not to mention a lot of the 
illegal immigration stuff coming across the border is run by the fucking drug cartels. Yeah. yeah. So, and they're making money off that. Not for, not for nothing, man. Look at fucking, like, Stephen Crowder has this. He's got a good example on this, too. He's from Canada. He's an American. I think he's an American citizen now. And he talks about how, like, the, like freedom of speech, like, he has one episode about hate speech, and that's where he got... That's where this all started because he got taken down because of a video that supposedly had hate speech in it. And he doesn't have hate speech. Is it? His point is, is there's no such thing as hate speech. Changed my mind. And people try to explain to him, yeah, there is, yeah, there is. And he's right about a lot of his points. It's not... Same so thing where can you find him now? If you he's still on YouTube. Down I mean, he, just got, he didn't yeah. get... To, I think he just got demonetized. He got so demonetized. Yeah, he can't make money off yeah, it anymore. Money anymore. But he put up a video. He's got an Asian lawyer, that, a legit lawyer, right? Yeah. That's right wing. Just like Harry. Everybody knows Harry. I should bring him on here. He's a fucking, he's a uh, refugee that had to run from his company, I mean, his country or whatever. Yeah. His father did. You, you all met him at my house. Mm-hmm. He's super, he, he has a MAGA hat, voted fucking Trump, super right wing. Like, he's his Asian, dude, he's fresh off the boat. Like, <laughs> but he's, he'll explain to you why he feels that way. And he, I've seen him very, very, very calmly and accurately art, not debate people at my own house a, a year or two ago. About fucking when the, when it was really at its height of like this whole like left and right thing, and he tore people in half. And he's like, "You don't realize what it's like anywhere else. If you don't go to one another country, you don't realize how bad it is." So like, well, that's usually the less uh, thing is too. Like all these people are just running from their country, just let them in. But you can't just no, let them in. No. It just can't happen. His, his situation is not just refugee. Like I think his his family worked with our government. I think his dad was like a spy or something. But but that's how he got out. You know, like he yeah. was, and he respects his time here and his place here. So like, that's the thing. It's, you gotta, you gotta realize, man, like, I don't know. It's the problem is, is the media in general, the media fucking pinpoints. The media's the problem things. with fucking everything. That's why there's so many school shootings. Too. Yeah. Media. Oh, they're all glorified. Yeah. It's this, the world, the country's at, at the safest it's ever been statistically and logistically, but we just hear about more of it. Yeah. That's the problem. We just didn't, 20 years ago, you didn't hear about a fucking school shooting. And in they Oklahoma. make those guys famous. So, yeah. Someone who's already on the edge and is thinking about it says, shit, I'm going to well, go out with a bang and be on the news, too. He's Columbine. No, I know that. But what I'm getting at, though, is that's right when media was really starting to blow up. Think about how fast Twitter works. Yeah, yeah. When, when, when somebody dies now, you know it instantly, right? And sometimes it happens, and they're not even dead because yeah. rumors get spewing around, right? So information, it's the same thing as, like, textbooks being outdated now. I don't even know how the fuck they run schools anymore because mm. textbooks are so wrong like science books and shit, ninety percent of those facts yeah. are total and utter horseshit and garbage. They're all bullshit. Everything's been proven wrong. Like a lot of the Egyptian stuff that we were taught, a lot of the fucking world they're finding more and more stuff out, man. Like it's amazing. We don't know shit about shit. No. <laughs> all the stuff we were taught when we were brought it's, up, dude, it, it's bullshit. It's all bullshit. Yeah, hasn't hasn't haven't we discovered that one of the planets wasn't actually a, a planet? Yes. Yeah, Pluto, is it? No. Uh, I don't know. One of them. One when of them, I was yeah, growing Neptune. up, they said they found a new planet called Planet X, <laughs> and we were going into an ice age. Yeah. And, and now... We were going to go live on the fucking moon. <laughs> yeah. Shit. And now, there's no Planet X, yeah. and we're in fucking global warming. That's how old Steve is. <laughs> <laughs> but, hey, I specifically we're... remember learning all that in And that grade. Planet X is Earth. Real, real talk. Does anybody else want to fucking go with me to that that uh, the land mooning, uh the moon landing parade? <laughs> Not really. Because you want to fucking. I'm gonna have my own fucking change my mind. Oh uh, yeah, do that. You gonna show up with ticket signs? Have you guys ever seen? Have you guys ever seen? Uh, you need to go there with fucking. <laughs> <laughs> it was fake. Yeah. 
Cube, like my, and just wear like a, a Stanley Kubrick shirt. Here's no. Here's here's my exact thought process. Of what the imagery in my head is as soon as you put that up is: Have you ever seen uh, Die Hard with a Vengeance? Of course. The opening scene when they they ship him out to Harlem with yeah, the, yeah. The, the oh yeah, sign. that's that's Ray's scene. <laughs> you're gonna go. You're gonna go in with a sign that says "Space is fake." Yes. And just walk through the crowds. No, I don't even want to. I'm just gonna stand there. Oh. I'm gonna stand at the No, end he's gonna have the same sign that John made. McClane has. Yeah, yeah big like, white letters. I'm not even kidding. I really want to do this. No, it'd be funny if you had the same sign that John McClane had. Well, that'd be funny. That would be funny if it was the exact same sign, that had, <laughs> especially if it was the fucking TBS version and it was like something entirely different. Uh, I fucking I I hate when you watch a movie on cable. Can they change everything. Yeah. Like uh, fucking my favorite one is with Scarface when you know like when he's in immigration and they're like, oh, how'd you get that uh, scar for me and pussy? And like when you watch the TV, it's like, hey, how'd you get that scar for me and octopus? Because <laughs> how do you get a scar for me and octopus? <laughs> the fucking well, Die Hard with a Vengeance because of how much how much Samuel Jackson says motherfucker or whatever. If you actually watch that on TBS or whatever it was, not only do they change Mother Trucker, I, no, it's 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 not even because bad. No, it's worse. if you say Mother Trucker, you bad, say like yeah. you know, you could still maybe think he's saying motherfucker, yeah. but yeah. it's 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 like, something entirely different. There's a bunch of stuff that he says like. It's so it's so fucking bad the way the way they change. Like that I think what is it? Uh, there's a scene in the Big Lebowski where it's like something about getting fucked in the ass, and like I think the TBS version is uh, going to the Alps. <laughs> <laughs> we should actually look that up and see all the fucking different versions of that there are. Like oh, there's probably a lot. Oh, so bad. Yeah, what's the the snakes on a plane one is like that where he's like I'm, these motherfucking snakes on this motherfucking plane. He says something entirely different. It's like. It's like these mother sherping uh, snakes on this mother whatever. So bad. Somewhere on my own. But anyways, I've never seen that movie. I, I, say, I think I saw like the first five minutes. Couldn't get over the concept done. of how dumb it was. No, it's a good movie within that black snake. Black snake moan. Oh movie. yeah, that's a good movie. Oh yeah, yeah. Christina Ricci. Oh, too fine in that movie. Oh, dude, she was my fucking childhood crush. Yep. So, anyways, just to sum up that talk, um, I think I think everybody should watch one or two of those videos just to see what we're talking about especially the one that the one that he just put up about the the heat speech thing and why he's why it's not he he didn't even talk in the video he sits in front of fucking google and in uh he, st- he sits in front of google or facebook one of those yeah like the office the actual main office in san antonio texas with his his lawyer and his lawyer does the arguing for him and he's a chinese guy whatever he is asian and he's <clears throat> arguing all these other people it's just thing is is like it's fascinating stuff like the fact that there are people it's like Vice Vice is like that too Vice is also kind of divisive with some of their stuff Vice has become fucking so far left yeah they really are they're good for making their documentary or docu-series now but that's about it they're they're a lot of HBO just dropped them yeah yeah good I just dropped HBO and Netflix I'm gonna be dropping HBO I'm gonna wait for HBO for the Watchmen see how that is yeah we uh steal uh, Courtney's sister's uh, account, so I will not be dropping HBO because I get a for free. Yep. There you go. I'll, I'll find a way to see it if I need be. Yeah. Yeah, we will. Definitely not by pirating. Nope. Nope. Never. No, never do that. So like me and uh, I'll pay for it. Hey, I'm practically a pirate. I should be wearing an eye patch. <laughs> oh, you should. Whoop whoop. Just my blindness is real, Jackie. <laughs> Me and, uh, you should wear an eye patch just for style. You should wear it. But I, yeah. Listen, if it comes to the point where like 
I'm gonna like lose an eye. I'm totally fucking rocking a fucking. Wall. I'm gonna literally. I will. Pimp it up. I will bedazzle the same fucking <laughs> eye patch that one eye Willie wears. Fuck that! Movies. Get those fake eyes from fucking uh, Last Action. Oh, Hero. dude, that, Last you know Action what? Hero. That movie is so underrated, and before it's time, I brought this up before. Like, if you rewatch that movie, I can it's picture a movie. you having a suitcase full of fucking glass eyes that you can just fucking pick one out every day. Fucking. It's like a movie in a movie. It's fucking classic. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Underrated when it comes to like movies like that. He was a good, he was a good comedian actor. Yeah, he was. Kindergarten Cop, come on. I think I've only seen Last Action Hero once, and I don't really remember it. That was a long time ago. It was good for its time. Didn't it get panned though at the time? Like everyone. No, yeah, everybody hated it because I think he was on that role where like he had like a hit after hit after hit, and then well, he was doing all action movies at the time too, right? Like, like, and then he. Kind of moved away from that a little bit. Like it wasn't. He, didn't he start doing comedy a little bit? Then he went back to action movies. I jingle all the way and shit. Yeah. Well, jingle all the way was after last action. Yeah. Was it? Jingle all I like jingle all the way. I saw that in the theater. I did too. Yeah, I'm. A, I, I still love that movie. Those are my cookies. <laughs> Put the cookie down. It's fucking great. It's great, dude. Fucking what's his name? Uh, um, Phil Harmon in movie. Such a fucking creep. He's such a fucking creep in that movie. I got one for Tommy. It's Nestle safely under my our tree. tree. Yeah. Under my tree. Then he's got the fucking reindeer. He's such a piece of shit. Then he fucking he then the what Schwarzenegger punches the fucking reindeer and he's like, Ooh. You, you started it. <laughs> that movie's great. Sinbad was good in that movie too. Or uh, when they go to fucking they go to the Santas or whatever and it's uh, Jim Belushi. Yeah, and uh, in the, the midget Vern Troyer and yep. uh, fucking the giant Paul uh, the Big Show. Yep. That was, that was I'm going to dick your halls, bub. See, this is the shit that, like, you guys retain lyrics, I retain fucking movie quotes. Oh, speaking of that, I fucking watched MacGruber for the first time the other day. I watched that last night with fucking Dude, Tommy. I, I love that movie. I've never seen it before, because I don't, I don't like, I can't stand SNL, so like, I just... That guy's funny, though. That movie actually had me fucking laughing my ass off. Kunth. <laughs> Kunth, whatever the fuck it is. I love his fucking Miata. Fucking rocking fucking... Dude, I laugh so fucking hard when, like, it makes it look like it's gonna be this old, like, Pontiac fucking whatever. And all of a sudden he, bl- he bl- like, blasts out of the fucking parking spot and it's just a Miata. I just laugh so hard. And he's got the tape deck. I just like how the whole theme of the episode is, like, he's just so fucking fascinated with that, uh, with the license plate. And he just keeps repeating Oh, yeah, and he oh, wants the guy, the shit in the paper and stuff. He's shitting on him. Oh, it's so good. I completely forgot about the fucking stereos that you would just pull out of yeah. the fucking thing. Yeah. But that's what was so fun. Like, have you ever seen that movie? I don't think so. It's got, well, that's, have you ever seen it? The Val Comer. Well, there's a part where he builds, he builds his, he's going to go build this super group of fucking Oh, yeah, that's, that's teams. a... Well, they're all, I didn't realize, I've never Chris seen it. Jericho, it's all yeah, it's, it's Chris Jericho, but it's, he's comedy. so young and jacked, I think, dude, it didn't even look like Big him. Big Show's a fucking gay auto mechanic. Look at this guy. He fucking, he knows all the fuck, I couldn't believe <laughs> Now he, now he's wrestling. Now he's okay with talking about wrestling oh, because it's Gruber. Oh, oh, I love it. No, that's, that's racist. Oh, yeah, didn't they have them all on Raw at the time? Like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's it, the whole ki- the, the whole group of super guys or whatever are all wrestlers, and then he blows them up in a fucking truck with C four or something. I like think they had McGruber on as a character for like weeks on Raw. I think he, he was. Ho- also, I think he, he, he was, was a host. The, he was the guest host. Yeah. I think he was more than once though. I think it was like I'm a sure. running thing. I'm sure. Yeah, but the thing with McGruber was he was it was a a good like ninety second skit on SNL. And it was just like a stretch to bring out a whole fucking movie. So it was like, definitely a big SNL skit. The whole movie, that's basically what it feels like. It's I haven't watched SNL, SNL in 15 years, so I have no—I I don't remember that at all. I yeah. just remember hearing about it. 
I've heard a lot of people say that was the best skit that's happened in a long time, and it was Macuba. Yeah, supposedly the skit was pretty funny. I don't, I don't know. I have no idea. I don't think that guy's all that funny though. Like I have, I, I think it's hilarious. Yeah, you Who is it? Uh, Will Forte. Will Forte. Oh yeah. come on, he's awesome. He's in the Brother Solomon. Gosh, uh, that movie sucked. No, that movie had funny. some funny parts. No, about, uh, one fu- one funny part at the very end where he's like, "Burn facial, suck it." That's the only <laughs> funny part of that whole movie. The slamming salmon. Yeah, that's that's alright. But uh, he's, what else? And even that though, he's not really funny in that movie. He yeah, but it's fucking come on, how awesome is he? Gets fucking he gets killed he by gets the killed horse. horse. Yeah. I actually just watched that movie last week because it popped up on one of the fucking. He's movies. actually whatever, motherfucker. He's pretty well known for the closet organizer too. If you look that skit up, I don't know what that is. Yeah. The, all right, he's good in beer fest. I like him as one of the Germans. Yeah. It's him. Up your nose, don't up for a horse. It's yeah, fucking. It's uh, it's him. There's another one of the SNL guys, and then it's. The, I don't, the only other movie I remember the other German in is uh, he's in Dumb and Dumber Two. I think he played Lloyd. And he's also in uh, Not Another Teen Movie. He's like the fucking shitty... I don't know. That I actually don't mind that movie. And that Skylar, whatever her name is, that girl's fucking hot as shit, dude. She's the one that's... Uh, she's like the wicked dorky yeah. person in the movie. But she's when Randy movie. Quaid's her father. Yeah, yeah, and Marilyn Manson did the fucking the, yeah. uh, uh, Tainted Love video, and she's all like fucking gothed out and in like a... In the hot tub. Yo. <laughs> you weren't sad about it? No. No, no, no. Still to this day, like, I'll pull that shit up right now and be like, mm-hmm, yep. I'm okay with this. She was also on a fucking, a very short-lived TV show called That 90s Show. Oh, Remember that? Or no, That 80s that Show. That 80s Show, oh my God. And actually, it was Glenn Howard who's in fucking, uh, um, oh my God. Sunny. It's Always Sunny, yeah. It's always sunny in Philadelphia. I was so looking forward to that show because I was like, you know what? I love that 70s show. They're going to recapture lightning in a bottle. Yeah, it and was it not was good. Garbage. It was not good. It's, it's like not good at all. What that what that show should have been is what the Goldbergs is now. Because yeah. but the Goldbergs now is more geared towards like the fucking the geeky nerds like yeah. shit like collectible like all that stuff like. But, like, that show was just... It was fucking dog shit. I've heard a lot of people love, say that they like the Goldbergs. I've watched a couple episodes. I fucking though. love the I've Goldbergs. watched a couple episodes, like, on break at work, and it's pretty funny. That's one I of those shows. Really it's, like, like it's like that in uh, 30 Rock. I never, I don't watch TV, but 30 Rock I watched so some 30 Rock and could never really get into it. I like it because of Tracy Morgan. Tracy Morgan alone is, is worth it. You ever fuck with that? What? 30, uh, 30, 30 Rock. Rock. Yeah, 30 Rock's okay. I like that. Everybody tells me I should watch Curb, but I just... I can't... Can't get into it. I watch it to try to get into it because I think I'd like it. Because well, everybody's Every like, oh, you'll like it, you'll like it. I'm like, eh. I guess, so you love that show, don't you? It's got its episodes. Yeah. The only one I remember ever really laughing at is the, old, the first time I ever saw it. I was over at your house and we were watching it and some redhead, the redhead comedian lady was on it. And it was the Itchy Pussy episode. And they were talking about like some someone's daughter had an itchy pussy. And oh like, yeah, no, they, so were, they were hiding a doll or something in his pants or something. I, I think that's the one where they like climbed out the fucking bathroom. It was all I know was it was fucking hilarious. It was I just didn't expect it because it's 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 super it's Seinfeld humor, but like yeah. but dirty. It's you know? rated R Seinfeld basically. Yeah, the only time I ever watched it was when they um, they brought back the Seinfeld cast because they were going to do the reboot or whatever. Or, and yeah, then, uh, and it was like a stupid play type of thing. Yeah, and then like it was that. a part where yeah. fucking they show Michael Richards and he's like yelling at somebody and everybody pulls out their cell phones because they're thinking they're going to catch him saying your favorite word. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a long stretch to go for a razor racist joke, but I think I got that. I thought you yeah. meant, I think you meant his favorite word was basically. Michael Richards doesn't say basically? Literally? Literally or basically? 
probably one of those two. Or, hey, I don't talk to the song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Some people just like to feel the music. It's okay. I, I get it, though. I get it. Um, yeah, you're, so... You're uh, a ruiner of music listening. Yeah. I like a band called Ruiner. Good segue. It's a good, good band. It's a good Nine Inch Now song. Yeah. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Um, a decent horror movie called The Ruins. I don't think That's, I've ever seen that, actually. That doesn't... Is that, is that where they go to, it's like Mayan temples or something? I feel like I've yeah. seen that. It's not bad. Cool. I feel like it's I've seen that. Doesn't it end and they all die or something? They yeah. Get, like, pulled well, in by vines and the Aztec temple. Or if you go shit. on the the ruins, it's basically you're like <clears throat> cursed and like you get all fucking like diseased. Yeah, and right. then anybody who tries to get off, like they kill you. And then, yeah. So. Here's a question for you. Is anybody, what, what's your take on Apocalypto? Terrible. Oh, God. I think I turned it on. And I don't I hate it. Finish it. I don't hate it. I like the scene, the the apocalyptic scene where they run. Ray's favorite director directed it though. Who's that? Mel, Mel Gibson. Gibson. He's not my favorite director. He's saying it because he's a racist. Yeah. But he's. he's I don't know who my favorite director would be. I don't know how you. I mean, he's also Australian, so people forget that he is because he got rid of his accent twenty years. ago. I know who your least favorite director. So you ever really watch the fucking first uh, Spike Lee? Ro- uh, Reward. Max. Yeah, man, Max, yeah. and it's, it's so weird. Yeah. I actually did watch The Black Clansman. Didn't he direct that? Lord Humongous. Did you like that one? Yeah. yeah. I, thought it was, uh, I thought it was really good. I it was very slow. I Lord Humongous. I just want to keep talking over them. Cause I think well, it's that's what you do. You talk over all the people's conversations <laughs> or music. I just like multiple See? conversations. Somebody gets it. You know what? He's just jealous of the friendship that we sparked. You guys did not kiss. You no, would no, like no. that, wouldn't you? <laughs> I would. We're saving that for episode 52. Oh, we do got to come up with something big for that episode. Yeah. We got to do, and it's, that's got, it's got to be an episode where we're, it's going to be a Sunday episode, which is fine, but we're going to have to drink during that episode. Yeah. We got, it's got to be old school. We'll just fucking kick it. Day episode, day drinking. Day drinking out episode. Out in the sun. Out in the sun, yep. Maybe some cigars. Yep. Yeah, well, well we, Gary. we might as well just be soaking in the sun. Almost out for delivery. What? What the fuck? Did, what are you buying? Well, what did you buy that you're waiting to get in for delivery? Final. What? Uh, well, as oddly as it sounds, I was going to buy the new Baroness album because it just came out. Doesn't sound odd because you love that band. And I went to go purchase it, and it said that uh, it's on back order or whatever, so I have to wait till like July or August. So I'm like, fuck it, I'm gonna buy the album before that and get it a day before, and I'll get it when it comes out or go and pick it up regardless. Mm-hmm. I'm not waiting two months to spend money on something. That album's already out, isn't it? Came out. The new Friday. album came out, I think, June 15th. Which was yeah. Friday. Yeah. It was Friday, yeah. two days ago. <laughs> Check Newberry Comics. They get a new vinyl. Yeah. You can always go up to Purchase Street. Armageddon. Might have it. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. You can check online on, on Armageddon. They have to keep the inventory. Oh, really? Yeah. This that guy who too. calls him up and I'm just like, do you have this well, you album? You could do that. You could do that. <laughs> or you could just go on the... Yeah. The, Internets. Well, if you walk in there, you're more than welcome gonna. If they don't have it, you're gonna walk out with four of the things you yeah, know, plan on buying. So it's kind of the issue with that. I haven't been there in a long time. I gotta go there. I legitimately. I, Last time was record day there. for me. Uh, oh yeah, uh, then you have to like sell a kidney after uh, you fucking left there. I spent a nice hunk, chunk of change. Nice hunk of change. Nice like, hunk of change. It's like, remember that little Saturday morning cartoon? It was like, a hanker for a hunk of cheese. That's you. Yeah. Like, what it was, was like that? The, the little, it was like the little fucking, they had a bunch of them. There were little like commercials that would play before a, a cartoon would come on. Yeah. 
They that one. They had the tooth like the dinosaur. If you if you fucking knock your tooth out, you soak it in milk, and then they taught you things. It was like, you remember that? They like the, it was like during like NBC like Saturday morning cartoons. The, or they also had the the Schoolhouse Rocks like the Bill. I'm only you, Bill. Like all those terrible cartoons. I'm not even that old, dude. I'm the youngest guy in the room, and I remember this shit. I remember all that except for the fucking second one he said. The why would you stick? Tooth. Why yeah. would you stick your tooth in milk? Supposedly that was a thing that they were trying to teach kids back then. If you fall and you knock your tooth out, supposedly if you stick it in milk, it keeps like the it keeps the pores okay. So when you put it back in, it it'll reattach. I don't know if that's true though. Why the fuck if you're a kid and you lose a tooth, why are you putting it back in? Because it, it was it was like. Am I being? Well, if you, if, if you were a kid, like if you were twelve years old, and you were playing like basketball or something, and you fucking get oh, catch an elbow, yeah, it's an, adult, it's an adult tooth. Yeah, all my teeth yeah, were by then. I don't think I lost a tooth since I was like eight years old, dude. So like I, but I also I had hair in my balls at eight too, and could you know? So I grew. Mary, please explain to everybody what means. Well, you saw me do the fucking hand motions, so you know what it uh, means. The, uh, the the listeners didn't. Yeah. Well, what I'm talking about is rubbing one out, cranking it. You know. Are you at that age now where like some people would say masturbate? Yeah. I just said jerking off. Are you at that point where like you can't jerk off to memory anymore? No, I can. I'm I'm at that point where it's getting harder and harder for me to. No, here's the thing. I can, but why? I have a cell phone. I prefer memory. I used to, but nowadays I prefer new things. You know. Put in a specific buzzword that you like, that you know you're going to like. Or once in a while, go back to the old backroom casting couch, watch an old one, you know? You know? It's fun. I like to watch massage, massage ones now. I got, I was, I would think me and Ray were talking about this. My, a, a thing I got into about a month ago, and it was a really odd thing, because I'm just bored, or I was bored, was uh, real prostitutes. I don't know if they were real or not, but it seems real, because they're pretty gross looking, they're all cracked out looking. <laughs> and for some reason, these like, Six minutes. The the best guy is his name is Toots Magoots. He does. He sucks on one of those fucking those stupid things. What are they? Uh, vape things? While he's getting a blowjob, it's pretty fucking. Hard. It's more funny to me than anything else. Yeah. So like, and it's like like the I read the comments. The comments on fucking Pornhub are the best. Like, yeah, you gotta keep <laughs> you gotta keep track of Carol. She sucks a mean rock. <laughs> yeah, the, the fucking the comments are like really keep on any porn that you watch because it, it'll be like. Oh my god, I would lick that girl's asshole until fucking. I'm like, I don't think I've ever looked at comments. Oh, they're the best. You have to to search them out, but they're the fucking best. Comments on Pornhub are the fucking best. They're funny, but they're also very sad. Like, when you look back and you're like, that poor guy literally wrote that. Like, he wishes that he could stick his dick in that girl's asshole and come all over. No, the the best is like, because I'm a verified person. I like watching, I don't, I could give a fuck about porn stars. I like verified people that look like normal people. For the most part. So those are the best because they'll talk to them like, oh, this is your best work yet. This is great. Like they're doing like a movie review. And it's so weird. And then it's even more awkward to see the people. What are you doing, right? Like, oh, thank you so much. I, I, I so appreciate my fans. It's, it's so weird. Right yeah, weird. Oh, yeah. shit. Grace, 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 Grace. That's called a pop, right? Wrestling terms. <laughs> You're over, kid. You're over, kid. You're big time over. Yo, you keep bringing those grapes, you're going to get the strap. Yo, you told <laughs> That's how it works. Strap you're on. So, oh, sure. You guys see that fucking, that thing that I, I, I found, uh, the superhuman, and everybody's like, I professional. Oh, dude, I saw that with the, the dildo. I don't perform, I won't perform your king. Look in the thing. Actually, maybe I did. I don't know. I, what was it, though? It was uh, superhuman. 
because he he keeps on talking about how he's he's going away for a little bit. Yep. And uh, somebody was they keep on busting his balls, so somebody put up where the fuck is it? Uh, Gary's Brussels sprouts. Yeah, that's right here. Somebody fucking edited together a picture of him like jumping out a a big pink dildo. Then he then he responded back, "I will I will not do your kink." Well, this is this is riveting television for everybody. Even this is television. Oh, Brussels sprouts are coming out. What? A lot of grapes. Is there a lot of grapes? Once you come back, we're gonna do the music review. So get strap on in, buddy. We should. Uh, we should. I kind of want to bring Arnie on as like a a person to talk about some backyard days. I think that'd be kind of a fun thing to do. Not music. No, we can talk music too with him. Damn it! We were that close. We were ditching music. <laughs> You're waiting for the day. I'll let him play whatever he wants. Arnie likes a lot of good music. He just, I just. That was the thing. If he hears this, he's probably gonna, you know, hate me for saying it. But he knows I bust his balls about it. And me and him have had to, like, I like a lot of that stuff too, like Papa Roach. I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll wait that flag all day long. I like a lot of Papa Roach. Sure, I've seen Papa Roach live. They're pretty good. They're great live, actually. Pod, a fucking one of the best live bands I've ever seen. Well, that sounds crazy. But they're from the School of Rocks. Yo, that's right, School South of Rocks. From the school, school of hunt. Nah. Here comes the boom. Ah, yeah, you it, fucked that up. Yeah, I definitely <laughs> fucked that up. Hard rock. Oh, damn. Oh, shit, son! Yo, that's some fucking grapes, kid. Yo, that's that Welch's shit, man. Oh, damn, kid. You spend no expense. Yo, what fucking old Portuguese lady did you steal these from? The one next door? Yep. Wow. Damn. Those are fucking for real grapes, dude. Yo, you just gonna go grapes, y'all. Yo. I'm, not, I'm definitely gonna be shitting later. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. All right, so let's do the music review and then kind of go wherever we want from there. So today we're gonna do the second. Uh, we're gonna start the second stage of the full album rewind. We drew names out of a hat like a week or two ago. Steve got the first name, so the first week we finally decided on a theme for this. Like a this set of blueberry. Um. And then the theme is going to be an album that evokes multiple emotions while you listen to it. So it pulls out different emotions. Being that we're all into different music, it's going to be interesting to see what emotions we get out of the, these songs. So if you like the music, great. But the, the biggest point is, is if you felt different emotions while listening to it. So to see if it's more of a challenge. It's almost like when we had Walsh on to talk about the, uh, the lyric thing. Like, if you like the song, that's even better. But like, what did you get out of the lyrics? So I like that kind of stuff, you know? Yep. It's a little bit more of a challenge. So, um, how do you guys want to start the... Uh, you want to announce what, what album it is? Or why you picked it? Yeah, the album I chose is um, Paul Bearer, Gary. Oh, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> now do it with... Now say the name of the album. What's the name? Sorrow and Extinction. Sorrow and extinction. Oh yes. Um. So that was my choice. Thank you, uh, Paul. Um. I don't know if I should, should I say the reason I chose it now, or should we just go by song by song and tell you like each song or um, tell us at the end. 
And then maybe if we got some guesses, maybe we can say it. Yeah. Well, well I mean, everyone's going to kind of go over whether they felt a certain thing from it anyway. So I'll just go last in the, the on the song. And yeah. Then I'll see what you think. How yeah. I how you feel about it. Yeah. Like well, that. it was hard for me to really get a feel for the album because they kept talking through it. <laughs> Come on, man. I was, I was reading Daisy Joe's chicken reviews. <laughs> I wasn't talking, I was reading, but I was taking notes. Listen, for the amount that you can go to that fucking chicken shack, whatever, and buy chicken, you can go buy, like, fucking six pounds of chicken and make your own. Yeah, look at my fridge. It won't be as good. Chicken's Chicken's never as good at home. True. Unless the place sucks. That's true. Air fry helps, though. Yo, air fried chicken wings are fucking delicious. I think they're better as good as any good chicken joint you're ever going to go to. If you make them right. I don't know about breading them with fucking cornflakes like some people do, but... It was actually potato chips. Potato chips, right. I thought it came out nice. Maybe it did. I don't like breaded wings. That's so good for you. Just throwing it out there. I'm a breaded wing guy, too. Yeah, see, I, I'm the opposite. I feel like you're filling yourself up with bread. That's why you like boneless, though. See, I'm a, I'm a bone-in guy. I like them shits naked with sauce on them. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Just like my ladies. All right. Okay. <laughs> like, we get this fucking show over. I got to eat my chicken wings. Yeah. So who's starting it? Go ahead, buddy. All right. You're the one that paid the most attention, so you might as well start. <laughs> Foreigner. Like the melancholy acoustic intro. Very folk-oriented. Changes a few minutes in with some wailing leads. Vocals remind me of that band I showed you, Vanishing Kids. I like this. I uh, really like the drowning type of sound going on in this song. Gary, did you have any notes on it? No, I just got facts. All right. I put, um, starts off very slow, acoustic guitar. Like when it starts to pick up, mm-hmm. sets a good tone, wailing guitar, picks up in the background. Vocals are great, very fitting. This band is easy to get lost in. That's kind of where I left that one. Did you guys get any feeling from it at all? Yeah, it's very somber. Mm-hmm. This song is... It gets more... The album kind of like starts off a little sad or eerie to me, but not like... It's not like ominous yet. But you can kind of see... It sets the tone of where it's going to go. And then there's a song or two after this that I feel like kind of picks it up and gets a little bit lighter. And then it like the last two songs just drop like a... Like a fucking lead weight in a in an ocean, like it just fucking. The only feeling like I got it. from this album was that this album was definitely made for you to play it front to back in yes. one sitting. Yes. Yeah, yeah. You definitely can't just listen to one song. Uh, I mean, you can, but it's definitely. I think if you want to go on album. the journey, you need to take the whole fucking ride. Right. Yeah. That's what I got from this. I mean, that's something that I. It was to me. It was all. Did you actually? Like, did you actually get anything out of it though, like musically or feeling wise, like legitimately? No, I mean it was definitely mellow, and I did appreciate the fact that like it wasn't screamo or fucking like <laughs> so. Yeah. I mean, I'd never listen to it again unless I was forced to here. But well, guess what we're listening to next week? <laughs> this album again. <laughs> Good. So, that means I'm like gonna do five packs. I um, think <clears throat> the whole album is kind of somber, but the songs are so long. That it lends itself to feeling different emotions within oh, yeah. the song throughout the song. I agree. I think a lot of the leads, like the solo leads, are kind of uplifting. Yeah, I agree. Uh, but the general mood of everything is somber. Yeah, which is 
hundred percent. It's it's got a dark tone to the whole album. And the vocals, are, like you said, are kind of eerie. Not to cut you off. No, no, that's, that's fine. The um the vocals, even though it's the same tone every every vocal pattern, like they never get heavier or anything. Yeah. When they're, they're very well thought out and placed, where they're gonna be, because there's like I'm gonna get into it and know later on in one of the last songs. Like, just the vocals coming in changed the tone of the album, of yeah. the song. Even though that song, the music was exactly the same as it was one note before that. Yeah. So, we'll get into that a little bit more. Um, I don't know if you have any more notes on your own song, or if you want Gary to do a fact. No, I'm going Gary. This band formed in 2008 and are from Little Rock, Arkansas. Also, for a full album review, there's five songs in 45, 48 minutes, I think. So, this is going to be a pretty short... Yeah. A somewhat short review because we only have five songs to talk about. Yeah. Even though it was long. So it's that's the one thing with having a shorter track list is you don't have as many like uh-huh. notes, I guess. You know what I mean? Which is good and bad, depending on which way you look But did you find it though obnoxious that it was only five songs but it was fucking two double sided LP like records? Um I would if they if they made it a 45, which means it spins faster and the sound quality is usually better, but it's not a 45, it's a 33. It's just that the songs are so long, you can only fit one on one side. But if they just made it a 45 to make it a 45, I would have been aggravated. Because I have, I have albums that are like 35 minutes and it's a fucking double LP, which doesn't make any sense. I have a, I have one album that I'm pretty sure is a 45. It's the last sitting color album and it's a double vinyl, but... The, like the first song Woman's eight and a half minutes long I played it yeah. one time you liked it actually he just released a new song called Astronaut that's a lot like that so I think that's the tone of the new album's gonna be but um that album it sounds I like all that his single. albums phenomenal. the new one The Astronaut yeah I like it, it I was, I'm was i still on and off with it but I, I like it for what it is but we'll get into that another time um that was a sour one yeah there was a couple that I mm-hmm. made my eyes got like right now it was give me the old pucker Oh yeah. Um, second song, Ray. All right. Uh, so far, the music tone picked up in speed by a few notches. Really like the vocals. There's a chugging part about three minutes in. Song morphs into something different here for me. Also, lead guitars uh, after echoing vocals, they start shredding really good. Hypnotic track overall. I dig this song a little bit more than I do the opener at this point. I like the song a little bit better also, but I think I think that was the point of the song. Yeah. I feel like it was supposed to like this is where the progress. The first song is when you're on a roller coaster and you're first coming out of that little hut thing. This song is when you're going up on the you know, the incline, right before the fucking the peak and you drop, you know? Um Starts I put a devoid of redemption starts off a little heavier, a little more tempo to uh too. Um like the riffing in this in this tune this song would be a good summer drive through the country song like I actually could pick this just this one song and put this on like like a for, like a like we were talking about doing like a um, uh, playlist or whatever drive, yeah. like I could listen to this song going out to Carbuncle Pond yeah because it's just a song you can just throw on and get lost in and like you're around trees and the, the yeah this is air. like a good uh out in nature kind of <laughs> album or a good rainy day album speaking of nature boys <laughs> do we call it greens today dude I eat greens Brussels sprouts holy shit <laughs> hey don't spray dude we got fucking fresh grapes I know, I know, out I know I know 
Ed said that he needed the funny, and I'm bringing it. That's right. why I sacrificed my body and ate a whole bag of Brussels sprouts. Yeah, that's Damn. why. I'm, it's all my fault. Just I, like, honestly, I wasn't even going to eat Brussels sprouts until no. you said that I better bring them thoughts. It's okay. It's all right. Is it typical to eat, like, fucking 30 Brussels sprouts at a fucking time? No. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> what do you normally eat? I ate about a quarter of that, that, uh, that thing. No, I mean, when you... <laughs> That was good. <laughs> How many do you normally eat in a sitting when you're not know, trying to fucking man. bomb Ray's house? Uh, <laughs> like eight, eight or ten. Have you had how many? That whole bowl that I put up on the. So what? Like, like 20, 30 probably, or 40? 20, 30? <laughs> Jesus yeah. Christ. Hey, I aim to please. Ed said bring the funny, I brought it. That's great. I'm legitimately fucking crying right now. <laughs> Gary's face. Dude, his reaction was like... <laughs> no. Oh, no. <laughs> it was like a little kid when you catch him fucking putting his hand in a cookie jar. And you're like, hey, were you just putting your hand in a cookie jar? Nope. Mm. <laughs> Dude, we call that a bushel of Russell Sprouts. Yeah. Name of the episode. What, what did you just say? Do you, do you typically eat that many Brussels sprouts? <laughs> nope. <laughs> there you go. Yep. What the fuck? Uh, all right, so back to the, um, the the song here. I was halfway through my review. Um, this was my, I think this is my favorite song in the album too. Um, so I like the riffing in this tune. It's a good summer song. Uh, digging the chuggy middle section too. Now the solo starts. Wild song. This song was probably the by the end of it was the 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 happiest I felt during this. The song kind of like, it picks you up by the end. Yeah. It definitely like, like it starts out like you're kind of sad but this is like trying to make you feel better. You know what I mean? Like it's like the, like I said, this is literally right when you're about to go down on a fucking roller coaster because the rest of it from here kind of just, you sink into a void. Yeah. So fuck you, Ray. I was paying attention, motherfucker. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to look for a quote that I saw when we were um, listening to this that I saw in a review that kind of wrapped up the album for me, but I can't seem to find it again. So if you want to move on to the third song... Well, Gary's got, a fact oh, Gary's got a fact. Gary's got a fact. In 2017, they won the Golden Guard Award for Best Underground Band. They've been around a while. I've always kind of meant to listen to them. I just never... Actually, they, yeah, probably since. On. Yeah, I saw them open up for Baroness. I think you said 2008, but I don't, I don't think the demo came out till like 2010. Or 2010, but they yeah. this album came out in 2012. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Ray, if you want to go on to the next one, they actually right. they were touring again with uh, that band. Were they? Yeah, this time around. Yeah, they're actually playing this whole album in its entirety. They're yeah. set. Hmm. Is that one of your special facts? No. Oh, you just remember? that? I like to call a bonus. The Legend. Uh, strong bass intro, very long, kind of has me waiting for some sort of crazy guitar somewhere in the middle, which I got more towards the end. This one kind of kind of, just drew on for me. It was probably my least favorite on the album. But, I mean, for what it's worth, the, you know, the guitar towards the end was good, but I was just kind of felt like kind of waiting on this track. Yeah. Who cares? Anyways, um, I can imagine. Um, 
I put uh, starts with some dirty bass, uh, a lot of fuzz on that that bass tone. It, the bass tone sounded fucking great at the beginning of the song, but it was long. Um, the guitar guitar note kind of rings out very Sabbath esque, and then like because it took so long for the song to kick in, I kind of just got I just started paying it. I wanted to. I was waiting for something to happen, so I didn't really take any notes in this one. And then when it did finally start happening, I kind of just got lost in the song because it took so long to get into it. And that's not a bad thing. I, I actually like the song a lot. I like that tone. This is kind of where, like, your mo- like you can see, this is where, like, the downfall starts coming, kind of coming into play. That's why it took so long. You know? Yeah. Uh, uh, what the fuck else did I put? Uh, cool song, got lost in it, good middle track. I thought this was a great middle track out of the five. Like, this kind of changes the tone for you. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like the first half of this whole album is literally like you, you kind of see the lightness in it, especially with the second song. Mm-hmm. But then by the end of this one, you're like, like you can see the fucking the tides turning. You know? Yeah. But that's me. Yeah, I, I I agree to an extent, but I I still think in almost all of these songs there's a section of like upliftedness in some of the, the lead guitar that changes the mood a little bit yeah oh I agree with that with this song I don't think the song was entirely ominous yeah I think that this song was just changing the pace to try to start setting you up for the rest which was more dark than the first half you know it was um, a good middle like I said the quote that I saw that kind of wrapped it up for me was it feels like you're both riding in a hearse and a chariot to victory which is kind of how I feel for every song that's yeah. It's like ominous and somber throughout all of it, but there's these sections that there's are kind of uplifting. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> are all what? Uh, you know anything else by them? They've had two other albums since, um, and the production got a little bit better, and the guy's voice kind of took more of a center stage and more technical. Where you can tell this, like, he's a good singer, but he's yeah. not like. So it got he was in the little, background a lot of this. Which, that's right, and they put him more forward in the other yeah. stuff. I don't like the other two albums as much, but they're still all right. He was more of an instrument in this album. Yeah, he was more of like a tone change. Like, yeah, it's a, it's he's kind of airy throughout the whole thing. Yeah, it's yeah. just an airy sound. Yeah, kind of like the Undertaker. <clears throat> Sorry, my Paul Bear is quite strong. Oh yeah, um, he is the father of Kane and Undertaker. <laughs> And the handler of mankind? I uh, know. Uh, <laughs> Percy Pringle, everybody. Let's see. They recently signed with Nuclear Blast Records and are currently working on their fourth studio album. That's a weird record label sign with. They just, um, what the hell is it? They just put out a new uh, new single. Mm. Like two days ago? Wait, did you ever get in this band before, before this? Well, seeing them live, I liked them from that. I didn't really ever check their music out, though, personally. Because this is this sounds like something that you would like. To me. Yeah. So yeah, kind yeah, of it's kind of psychedelic at the same time. Yeah, yeah like I kind of I thought for sure you would have been more like you would have known this album. To be honest this with you. um, it actually sounds better at my house because just the way I have the speaker set up, like yeah. I have, I have one in the center, I have one on the left, and one on the right. And the yeah. way they mixed this was some instruments are coming from this side, yeah. some are coming from this side, some are coming from the center. Yeah. So it's a good listen. Like, I'm sure if you were high and listening to it, it's oh, yeah. completely different. Wait, he wasn't? <laughs> Fuck you. You act <laughs> like your system All right. All doesn't right. have a fucking giant dust ball on the needle. <laughs> I was from my record, though. All right. An offering of grief. This almost has an uplifting sound, which I think, like you said earlier, it was uplifting. I didn't find that, but here I do. 
sound uh, in a dark, doomy way. The drums kind of take it in a different direction. Very different than I thought. I like the fact that this makes me think something else is coming and surprises me with a different approach. Uh, I like the weird guitar a few minutes in. Probably my favorite track because of the acoustic in the middle, followed by a nice lead towards the end. Yeah, me and you look at yeah. the world way different. Yeah. <laughs> I guess like, this is just... No, this is a good... Yeah. It's a test. This is like a... What are those called? The blot? Ink blot test? Yeah. It's... Me and him are literally polar opposites. The first yeah. two songs to me I thought were really like uplifting and kind of bright. And then like the rest of the tale is supposed to be kind of dark, like a tragic tale. This guy's like... <laughs> when fucking death is about to stab you in the heart and you're about to go under. Oh, yeah, this is good times, guys. Yeah, let's, let's spark up a doobie. Yep. Well, let's, um, let's be honest, though. When you actually listen to the music and pay attention, true. You, you take more notes. You're not wrong. <laughs> I took pretty good notes the first couple songs there. Um, an offering of grief. Like, literally, the name of the song is an offering of grief. Yeah. Not exactly uplifting, right? Doesn't matter. It's Every sounded, song's about it's death. It sounded no. uplifting in the beginning. Right. I don't know Musically if sounding got it. Yeah. But... Out of any the legend, yeah. What's uh, what's depressing about the legend could be anything. Legends is typically an uplifting term because you did something to, like a value you in your life. Around the lyrics on the back of the, um, the devoid of redemption. Again, like that's you, you're being you don't have an opportunity to redeem yourself. So I get that. That's kind of depressing, but it's not quite like like dismal yet. Yeah. You know what I mean? An offer of grief. Foreigner is yeah. just like you're just a foreigner in a, in a strange place that could be anything. But the one song that has a super dark word in it, grief. There's there's, there's no happy grieving. It's you when you it's grieve. It's all what you happy. take from the music. Yeah, but I also know like meanings behind words too. So doesn't matter. It's not about the words. It's about <laughs> no. The you're right. Yeah. No. Not not at all. It has nothing to do with nope. that. No. Nope. Yeah. I just like fucking. I just like fucking little. Stand your ground. Mickey Avalon sucks. He sure does. My dick. My dick. Uh, starts. I put a, an offering of grief. It starts off slower. Again, a little more ominous feel to this one. Tones are super muddy, very dark. The vocals lighten it up a bit, but still pretty gloomy. Uh, has a real big build that did feel like it picked up, but the song around it was. The, this is the darkest song I think on the on the whole album. This so, is also the record. Uh, the this song. is also the one that had the dust ball. Yeah. So who knows whether I was just listening to hearing it different, but. Which realistic? I to me it sounded like it was supposed to sound like that, so I don't know the difference. I didn't know the difference too until you pointed it out, and then you actually start hearing how. I can tell because I could hear like a song before that it was muddy and. Well, the song after this was way different because yeah, yeah. it was clear. Clear. It was more crystal clear, so I get that now. But so maybe I just need to go back and listen. But this song to me sounded like pretty pretty doomy. Um, but I put a song as a song is still pretty gloomy. Has a real big build that makes the ride a little more intense. This one was like an intense ride. Like this one, when it built, it wasn't a happy build where I thought I felt earlier in the, the album. This one was more like like you're going on a ride down and it's just speeding up. Like your 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 trajectory just grew faster going down. Like, like you, I you said, the a, beginning of the song was more uplifting, but then it the song we are listening to way different songs, dude. No, if you listen to my notes, so I said I basically. I like the way the song tricked me into thinking it was going to stay uplifting and then kind of crash into something. I, I'm telling you, I think, I think we're talking about different songs. No, we're not. It's kind of like um, that Grim Reaper on the cover is behind you and you know it's coming. Yeah. yeah. By the end of the song. Like, again, I get that. This song starts off slow, so how you get the song starts off uplifting? What's the song? An Offer of Grief. 
I'm t- I really think like we're th- we're reading different lyrics, and no. different songs. We're on the same song. Okay. Read the read the lyrics, guy. Give give us a uh, give us a character of your choice. Reading the lyrics. I'm just song. gonna read them because I just think it's funny how me and Ray are literally like we have polar opposite opinions on this song. Like this song starts off slow and gloomy to me, and he's like, "No, this is I'm ready to go square dancing. Let's go so, fucking let's go two stepping." He thinks it's uplifting. You think it's gloomy yeah not the whole thing I said I said the intro yeah, is uplifting up. it's not it picks up in the end no okay in the twilight hour clouds obscure the bleeding light as they bear the body of the sun to lay at rest in the earth lay a shade on my eyes on the corners where mysteries are born let me search the distant stars for what is left of my ruin Ruin? That's what I think that's what it says. Sounds about right. Installing the stillness, I make silence my temple and place an offering of grief, a communion with the sea? Jesus Christ. No, what? I think that's sea. I don't know. I can't still see. I can't see. In the shadows, I wander a solitary man. I can't see up close because oh. I have fucking I had cataract surgery. Wow. Fearing not the hitting, but searching in the harsh world of deception, I will stand up once more and find within myself the strength to stumble again. That seems uplifting to me. By the end. The end does. The end does very well. Literally. But musically can be different. So as Steve was saying, you're here, you're here. Meet in the middle. Meet in the middle, bro. Brought it back full circle, motherfuckers. It's still not as uplifting as this. Oh, yeah, so if we're playing requests, I want some Mickey Avalon. My dick. I will play that all day long. Don't even get me going. Um, yeah, we're just, I mean, polar opposite opinions on what is uplifting and what's not. It's, I guess so. Ray pays attention? You don't. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> That's very uplifting. To me, it is. Yeah. If you listen to Doom, but you don't like Doom most of the time, remember, you don't want to do Doom. No, I do like doing this stuff. This yeah, I fucking I used to hate those aliens in that game. Yeah. <laughs> I don't see how that's I think the lead is uplifting. Yeah. Is this the song that we were working on? I believe that is to me. That's this the most majestic type yeah. of intro. Yeah. I, I, I Everything underneath it. is definitely gloomy. Yeah. Like that that song it's that was the most crowbar esque song I heard on the on the, the album. I, I didn't not like the the song. I just think we have different opinions on what's uplifting and what's not. That's all. It's just it's that's amazing. Fine. No, that's what I. It's, that's the whole what point this of this. is all about. The difference is I don't take offense to it, Ray. Well, you sound like you're, you are. You're awful red. I'm like, you're awful, I just like I just like debating people. That's all. I think it's fun. That's the whole point. I can sit here and smile. I think you watch too mug. much of your little Chris Wordsworth or whatever the fucking guy you were talking about Chris earlier. Wordsworth. Yeah, Chris Wordsworth. Are you talking about the, the yeah the guy who Stephen Crowder? Yeah, but yeah, yeah, Stephen yeah Crowder, Chris yeah. Wordsworth. Yeah. Yeah, Chris Collinsworth, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. apparently. <laughs> Fucking football. Jesus Christ. <laughs> no, I don't know. Again, it's... Hey, uh, just difference of opinions, man. Hey, you that's know what? Like it. I'm going to have to take Ray's side on this one. I'm okay with it. You know why? Because he brought grapes. He brought grapes. <laughs> I knew, how, how did I know that was coming? I'm not kidding. All right, come on. Let's go to the next one. Well, did you give a fact yet? Uh, the fact is... <laughs> This is a four-piece band. 
Three are original members and are now on their fourth drummer. Mm. So, Four drummers already? It's super hard to play drums that slow, too, by the way. Yeah, I was going to, like, I, I think I've had this discussion with Gary before about how rapping fast is way easier than rapping at a regular pace. Yeah. Drumming is way harder to drum that slow on time than yeah. it is to drum at a normal pace. Yeah, it's super, super, super hard. Yeah. Like, playing guitar, you're constantly moving. Yeah. Something's moving. Even singing, like, you're waiting for it. So even singers are they're different. <clears throat> to fucking bass, too. Bass rings out 90% of the time. So if you're out of time, drumming that slow, it's super noticeable. It's, oh my god. It, it's, and it, you can, that's all you can hear, too. Yeah. That's the worst part about it. Most drums are built on, like, a fucking, four, like, a four tick, like, you know what I mean? Like, there's a certain fucking, so many beats per second. Yeah. This is where I wish fucking Mike was here, because he would be able to explain that really well, but. Yeah, it's it's super fucking difficult to play drums that slow. But. All right, last track. Yeah, uh, given to the grave. I put fitting outro. Good at stretching a riff. Uh, very good at changing it again and into something you know more than what you were expecting. Uh, I thought towards the very end it was very relaxing and atmospheric. Agree. I also agree. For once, this one this one starts off a bit gloomy too. As an ending track, I expected it. Interested to see where this one goes. The guitar has an old hollow body sound when it wasn't distorted. It sounded like he was playing like an old like Buddy Holly guitar, which I, hollow bodies have a really distinct sound. So if that was just an effect on it, I'd be very impressed at how they got that effect because it sounded like those guitars. If you don't know what I'm talking about, like just go listen to real, like old Chuck Berry or whatever. Yeah. Like, you can hear those old guitars. I love distorted hollow body sound there's something about it's not I'm surprised more people haven't tried to do it but anyway so the, the song before it picks in it hits distortion it's got a really really cool like ringy hollow sound to it that I thought was pretty cool um the distortion kicks in wakes you up even though it's slow um good solo work in this one too good song to get lost in it was a it was a really really good final track for the album it it sent you on the journey that the album was trying to paint the picture of the whole time. You know what I mean? Like, I thought this one really did a good job at closing it out. So, still not super uplifting, but it was the way, it was what it was supposed to be. Like, I don't know, I like this song a lot. Oh yeah, even when it is uplifting, it's not super uplifting. It's no. just kind of like uh, coming up from fucking being underwater and getting a breath for it. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> I feel like this is the one he played on the... Podcast definitely too. wasn't the last one. It was either the thought second it was the one, second to last one, I, from what I remember. It was either the second one or that one. I don't remember. That Devoid of Redemption one, the one I liked the most on it. I don't remember ever hearing that song before. Maybe that's why I liked it so much because maybe I had heard it before. What what theme would we have done for you to play this? Um, uh, might have been a random. I don't know. No, um, wasn't it the demo one? No, no, this isn't a demo. No, because. Um, might have been. Because didn't been. we have to do two demos? It was. I think you did the Ghost and, and you did you did, did one of these. That's what it was. One, a couple okay. of these songs are on the demo okay, also. Yeah, that's that's Damn, look at the big brain on Gary. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what uh, all them grapes, bro? Fuck yeah, I get my nutrients. What uh, what I would I'd like to read the notes on that. I'd like to try to remember what that was, so I can see what what compared it to. I can probably find it as what's going on. Yeah. Uh. So yeah. So as a whole, I I would for what it for what it did. To evoke emotion, I give it uh, probably 2.75 for doing that job. 
As far as an album, I would give it like a 2.25. I like the whole thing. I liked a lot of music in it. This is not something you can just throw on no. anytime and sit and just listen to. This is... You have to want to listen to this. You have to be in the mood to want to listen to this. It did fit the week that I had. I'll give you that. And it definitely... If this was a sunny day, I would have hated this album. Oh, yeah. But the, it just worked out perfect. This is really kind of gloomy and kind of shitty outside today. Yeah. I got my laugh in. Uh, I'm around my friends. Yes, I consider all of you friends, even Ray. I'm kidding. You're my best friend, Ray. I'm just like, I love you, man. I love me and you. Are literally, we're, we're, <laughs> I love you, man. Yep. We're, we're literally yin and yang, man. Have you ever thought about that? I'm white. You're black. He's the 60 of course, the other nine. You know, I'm the six, you're the nine. Yeah, well, all the listeners don't know is Ray is actually black. Yeah. So, Even so black, black change. <laughs> well, you are Greek, so technically. Well, I think we all learned today that he is white because we actually got some light in this room. Dude, when he fucking looked up and realized how bright it was in here, his, he had like any sort of sunglasses on. Yeah, so I, I give the album a two. I probably say two point two five. I liked what I heard. It's just not my. I wouldn't go fucking scissors up, but I would. I'd pay attention to this more now that I heard a whole album than I would have before. Yeah, and I also can appreciate this kind of stuff more than what I ever give myself credit for. So, yeah. So for for the for the the theme, it's it's almost a three because it does evoke a lot of emotion. Not as. Not as much as what, like, I mean, again, this is where the opinions come in, though. That's that's different. Like, the album that I have in mind for that, it's like a fucking, like a roller coaster. And you guys are probably going to be like, oh, I fucking hate every ounce of it. I actually have a couple a couple of mine. But, Ray, what do you what do you score this album? I give it a two and a half. It's a solid album. Well, you got to give it two different ratings. So give it one as far as the theme, which is evoking different emotions, and then give it an actual album review score. I would give it a probably about a two and a half and a two and a half. I'd say it was pretty even. I would say if for something that I've heard probably before and I've seen the band live, uh, it was a good album all around. I like the the acoustic guitar on it, so I'll give it a two point five, which I think is a decent rating for it. So seeing them live, you never like you weren't impressed enough to go check them out. Not that I wasn't impressed enough to check him out. I just didn't really think about it at the time. Yep. You know what I mean? Gary, what would you score this album? Uh, I wouldn't, because I would never listen to this again. Ever? Here's the thing, though. For music that it was, I was impressed at how little you hated it. It seemed like you didn't mind it. It was... To me, it, it, it was an obstacle to get through to be able to record. It's like a means to it. You know what I mean? It's like, I have to listen to this. But if it was super heavy, and it was You would have really hated it. It was a fucking growly vocal. You would have hated it. Yeah. 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 Probably, yeah. So you didn't hate it. That's why I'm just saying. your thing. You wouldn't hate today. Yeah. No, no, I hate everything, but this was a lesser of a degree of hate. I don't know. I've played a few things that you've actually liked. The only thing that I've really ever liked that you like that I would say... Grace's Coldplay song. No. You like that song? Remember you even like the uh, the fucking was it? Like the torch? Oh yeah! I actually threw that on my iPod. Yeah, that album's awesome. I still love but it. But then again, I mean, I like fucking Howard Jones. Jones. Yeah, so do I. Who's better than Jesse? I said. Do you have Do you have the fucking the my theme song? You should listen to that too. Look up Josta. I get it. You're a wrestler. I know. <laughs> no, just, Come on, bro. No, I'm saying because you like Howard Jones, asshole. Now he's like gonna fucking, hey, now he's gonna make us watch fucking his promos. Oh my god. <laughs> Gary, 
if you were still wrestling, you'd want everybody to watch your stuff too, buddy. I wouldn't want people to watch it. They would just watch it. True. Yeah, kind of like how I have. It's weird. Huh? So, let me ask you something. Have you ever sold a t-shirt? I have never made a t-shirt. See? There you go. Marketing. You're welcome. I still win. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, so, yeah. I don't know if Steve has any more notes about the album itself, but I do not. So Gary's up next for that. We gotta figure out. We're gonna have to do that sooner than later because we're like behind as far as the timeline for this thing. Gary, do you have an album that's gonna evoke different emotions that you can listen to all the way through? Uh, I have one in mind, but I mean, I have like a month to decide what I'm gonna play. I mean, sure. the one that I'm going to play, I think everybody has has heard it and will like it. Great Malenko. Yeah, that was obviously the wraith. Oh, I don't. Remember. That is actually that's a journey. I actually no, I don't hate the great Malenko. I think there's a lot of Hall of Illusions is a great song. It's a good video too. You know, and depending on which copy of that you got, you got the net. Was that the netting game or whatever it's called? Right. And then you going to Esham, Gary? I am so not coming to Fat. Never going to Esham. Right. That's interesting stuff there. Yeah. So, uh, try to think what Anonis? else. Never gotten an Otis either. I was never really an Esham guy. He was just, oh, you know, Bio J looked up to him. You know, he was on a couple of the records. I was like, eh. I almost died at an Esham show. It was an ICP. He opened up for him. It was the, uh, we fucking, we had the bright idea and we were going to go see ICP at the, what did it used to be called? The House of Blues. It used to be called something Before else. Before that, I don't remember what it was called. I know what it was. I know exactly what you're talking about. But and I, I don't know if they that. changed the stage, but they used to be like a step up right before the barricade like at the thing yeah. oh my god I got, I got caught like right there and I fell at the steps and like I was getting trampled during the fucking the last ICP song I thought I was gonna die I've never I've never even seen live footage of an ICP show so I have no idea I all I know is I've seen sorry I've seen like the Fago spraying but I don't, I don't I've never really paid attention to the crowd so I don't quite understand what happens because every hip hop show I've ever seen people kind of just stand there I've never seen and you'll see some people dancing and stuff but it's it's most people just stand. Am I wrong with that? Like no, but it's not really hip hop fans. No, I know it's different than that. I, I get that, but like it's it's just it's it's an experience that I think that you should experience at least once. No, I thought about it. And I, if you go to a show, I don't give a shit if you're into them or not. You want to be in like the pit, and you want to be fucking doused with fucking. No, like, yeah, it's, it's just it's, like going to see Guar. It's, like, it's a rite of passage. If you you've never mean? seen, if you've never you seen, you're gonna Guar, be baptized. You're gonna be baptized in blood. You're gonna yeah. be baptized in Faco. Yeah, I get it. No, I, I'm not. I don't disagree with The one thing is, is you walk out of Guar, you're not sticky because it's literally it's water with coloring in it. You walk out of fucking an ICP show, I, I picture you'd have to have a change of clothes. Yeah, but you could probably car. wash soda off fucking quicker than you could wash off Guar blood sometimes. Oh, it comes off, yeah. You'd have to fucking literally like scrub your face. Oh, I've, shit. I've fucking many <clears> times. <throat> the last time, that night that me and you went to uh, the famous night we've talked about a yeah, where yeah. you, you know, we, you yeah, didn't yeah, come yeah, home yeah. with me. Yeah. What's that? <laughs> uh... That so, night, I was... I didn't come home with him one night for most of the week. <laughs> you guys have something even more in common. That's so cute. Um, but Which no. is funny because we talked about we his talked about night yeah. on the way up there, and then I had my own. Yeah, then it happened. So fucking Steve, don't ever go to a show with me in Worcester, buddy. Um, I, I'll be walking out just fine. <laughs> you know? You, not so much. I get um, a hospital bill, and Ed walks out with a new friend. I was invited to a wedding. I didn't go because it was last minute, but it looked very nice. It was at some carousel or something. 
They look very nice. Oh, she fucking... They hired the fucking mascot. New Jersey Devil, yeah. I'm like, I wonder how much that fucking costs. I don't know. She's got a lot of friends, though, so she... she I guarantee she knows somebody that knows him. She's... She's fucking... She books... Uh, she's a travel coordinator for, like, all, all the companies up here. Beyond, she started doing it with Beyond, and then now she does it for... Um, Limitless and she does it for like three or four of the companies so like she just knows people now it's fucking wild the amount of people she knows it's like that dude Jeremy Safer the, the, the photographer yeah the photographer like that guy will comment on my stuff but then he's got like Doyle and his wife fucking comment on his posters about how his post about how like cute him and his girlfriend are and it's like what the fuck like, it's weird to see that like you have your one degree of separation it's like well it's me and that dude White Trash Rob talking sometimes it's you know Actually, when we were talking about the fucking pirating stuff, that made me laugh because that was one of the last comments we said to each other. Like, yeah, yeah. I asked him if he liked the specific fight. I think it was the I think it was the last one. Wasn't the girl fight? Then I can't remember. Yeah. There was some fight. I asked yeah, yeah. What, what, he, what he thought about, it, and he was like, "Ah, oh, my my feed gave out. Oops, sorry, my my cable connection gave out. Depending <laughs> on where you go, <laughs> back and forth." But, um, what was I fucking saying before that though? Um, talking about the ICP thing. Oh, Guar Blood. Yeah, so I was a little more drunk than I thought I was when I left that show myself, to be totally honest with you. May have ended up at Taco Bell in Woonsocket um, on the way home, because it was right off of 146. And that's when I was working up there at Subaru. Didn't realize how... I had pictures of it, too. Didn't realize how fucking purple and blue and red my face was. And it was, like, Halloween time. Yeah. So I'm, I'm just trying not to sound drunk, like, order my food... <laughs> And I pull up, and they're, like, just staring at me all like I'm crazy. And then uh, I, I hand him my card. I'm, like, all fucking pissed drunk. I'm, all, I'm worried about Ray, wondering where the fuck he is. I just need food in my stomach so I can get home. And all of a sudden, the guy comes back out before my food's ready. And he's like, he's like man, I, I just got to ask you, man. He's like, uh, what are you supposed to be? And I was like, fucking drunk? I don't know. What? What do you want? What do you want me to say? And he's like, well, like, I, I forgot that I was all covered in blood and shit, you know? Yeah. And he's like, what, well... What'd you dress up as tonight? What party did you go to? And I was like, Oh, I'm not. I didn't go to a fucking party. I went to see Guar. And he's like, What? I, what? Like he had never heard of it before. And I explained it to him. So like four of them came out because they were all. They must have been all talking about me or whatever. So like they all came out to look at me and ask me questions about it. I was like, Yeah, just look it up. So then they all went and fucking looked it up. It was funny because Winsaka is rather ghetto. So yeah, yeah. yeah. And so they definitely never heard of it. Guar or G War, as some people would say. But I have, like, I, I got pictures of myself from, and I had a Britney Spears shirt on that I wore to it. That was, all, it's a white shirt. Yeah. And fucking, it got all dyed. It was, uh, it was a good time. Guar's a good, have you ever seen Guar live? No. I've meant to go a couple times, just mm. haven't done oh, it. Man, so, even now, it's still a good time. That's one of those bands that, like, they're, they're hard not to have fun at, even if it's not Dave Rocky anymore. It's just, it's the experience. ICP's the same way. If you can, uh, if you can stomach the fucking people. At the show. That's my biggest problem. I don't yeah. know if I'd be able to do it. I have a hard time, like, just wrestling shows are hard enough sometimes with ICP people because it's still it's still a thing. Yeah, it's still it's still everywhere. How many times have you seen them? ICP. Over ten times at least. Have you ever seen them? No. Really? I, th- I figured you might have at least seen them once. No, I seen Esham once open up a Tech Nine. Yeah. That's weird. Where was that? Where was that at? Worcester. Yes. Tech Nine practically lives in fucking West. He comes here like once every three months. Who's that? The Palladium? Yep. That's weird. Yeah, he sells it out all the time too. Tech Nine does? Tech so I don't know anything about that. Any of the music. It's like a whole different world for me. 
You heard one Tech Nine song, huh? You heard them all. Yeah. yeah. Well, there you go. Any other comments about the shows or anything? I feel like this one's fading, guys. It's two hours in. Hmm. We're on a good path here, and then everybody got quiet for a minute. Well, the weird. grapes are done. Yeah. Fucking. No more fries. Yeah. No, no, those fucking zesty fries. They were pretty zesty. Actually, no, they got zesty once I got once I got a couple more. The first couple just tasted like regular fries to me. Those grapes are so sweet, they kind of hurt my teeth. Yeah. yeah. I'm with you on that one, actually. Yeah. Not some ungrateful bitches. I'm not ungrateful. This man spent his hard-earned money. They were delicious fries, actually. I, I rather did like them. I just like busting his chops once in a while. He would do the same to me, so settle it down. Fuck him. He does do the same to me. All the time. He doesn't eat any more fries. <coughs> oh, shit! Look who's talking. Oh, shit! Look who's talking. <laughs> he who lives on fucking fryolator food. Yeah. No, no. Mm-hmm. It's not a fryolator. Sorry, air fryer. You're right. Yeah. No. Motherfucker, you wouldn't even have an air fryer if it wasn't for us. You wouldn't even know what it is. I probably wouldn't have. No, where did I first see it? Did I see it at somebody else's Here. house first? You... We have a whole podcast where we talked about it, and you ordered one on the podcast and then deleted it. I know. That was a good. That was a good time. That was a good time. He wouldn't remember, and he's never listened back to it. I'm just I'm kidding, right? That is what it is. I'm just kidding. Did you hear the new Red Fang song came out? I did not listen to it yet. This was a good week for fucking uh, Friday or whatever. Fucking new release Friday. I had a shitload of new stuff pop up. Me too. I spent way too much fucking money this week because bunch of new shit came out that I didn't know was coming out. Yeah. Stuff on all sides. I actually found a, new, a couple new bands that if we do a random episode soon I'm probably going to play. We should. We didn't talk about it last week but what else is like second so we're at the halfway point of the year. Anything? How many fucking albums have you heard about or what are you anticipating? Oh or? man. There's new Two Mold coming out soon. I'm waiting for that. That Fetid album that I played I played a song from a couple weeks ago came out. That was pretty good. Um, there's still probably only three or four that have stuck out to me this year. Probably the same couple from earlier this year. So I'm still waiting for more stuff to wow me. But there's been a lot of good stuff so far this year. Just nothing, again, just like last year. Like, uh, no clear cut. Well, I have a clear cut number one as of right now. Um, but nothing else is a clear cut two or three or anything. I have, uh, what about you, Ray? I've been kind of lazy, honestly. Like, Slough Feg. I'm looking forward to that, I think, on the 28th of the month. Uh, other than that, Baroness just came out. I've been kind of listening to that fucking kind of repetitively. Uh, is that album, the you so you've heard the new one? Yeah. Is it anything like the one track you played from the new one? Because um, I really like that. Yeah, there are parts on the album that it's really, like, strong-driven, but at the same time, it's kind of a sporadic album. Like, it's kind of all over the place. I've already looked at some reviews, and it's, like, getting bad reviews for mixing and shit, but honestly, your review is your review. Like, yeah. we could all hear something that we like different, but... That was just that song you played was different from what I expected, so when I heard that, I was like, oh, if the whole album's like this, I'll probably like it, because I don't usually like them. Yeah. But if it's not, I don't know if I'll check it out. Yeah. About you, Ed. Uh, sorry, my mom just texted me. Um, yeah, a um, couple more albums have come out recently, and a lot's a lot's been announced this year that I wasn't expecting. So a lot of stuff that like I wasn't expect, like bands like Death Before Dishonor is one of my favorite like Boston hardcore bands ever, and they haven't put out an album in Jesus Christ. 
I think the last album they put out was like 2009, so it's been like 10 years since they dropped an album. They've toured a couple times, but nothing real crazy. Um, but they dropped a new song on Friday, and I, I just wasn't expecting it. So when I like woke up and saw that, I was like, oh shit, like that's a fucking relief. And then Knocked Loose, their new album's going out in July. I'm real fucking excited for that, because the two tracks that they've released from the album, because they, they released a single for the very first one that had, it was a 7-inch. They re-recorded one of their old songs that was on their original EP. They recorded a cover for that, and then they recorded a new song. So it's just, they dropped those three originally, and those were all great. That's a band that they blew up so fucking fast over the last two years. Everybody expected them to kind of like puss out because of how big they got. Mm -hmm. But this new shit's heavier than the stuff that they put up before, and it's more technical. So, like, it's a a breath of fresh air to see a heavy band like that stay heavy because a lot of the younger bands aren't doing that. They made me laugh this week. They fucking, uh, one of the members tweeted Taylor Swift. And he was like, hey, Taylor Swift, I noticed we have a record coming out on the same day. You want to bet who sells more records? <laughs> that sounds about like what they would do. They're fucking, they're, they're, they're just young dudes. They're, they're funny as shit. They're, they don't give, like, they don't, they dress like dorks. They don't fucking. I think the, um, the fucking. They're from the Midwest. They're not. That band that my uh, corny sister's. Uh, boyfriends in like Lion Lines they, they opened up for them or they played a show with them a couple times right. when they were first like getting big like that's about the size of the band that would have now they're they're taking out bands that have been around for fucking like terror opened up for them and fucking again Acacia Stream two years ago that's how I found out about them fucking they opened up for Acacia Stream two years later Acacia Stream opened up for them like it's just and they sell out everywhere I saw them I saw them fucking play a big show there's a band uh, from here. What the fuck is their name? Oh my god, I'm such an asshole right now. Lead singer is Dave, Dave Moisey. Whatever. The fucking name of the band. Uh, <clears throat> there's a band that's from around here. They, they broke up. They played their final show, whatever. And it was a really big show. Like 18 Visions came and played it. Fucking Unbroken Wings played it, which is one of my favorite bands. Knocked Loose was on it. And like, you'd think that the crowd would have been there. They're a Boston band. Everybody was there for this band's final show. As soon as Knocked Loose played, the whole downstairs of the fucking Palladium, I haven't seen that that packed. Like, upstairs, downstairs, the whole place was fucking full while Knocked Loose was on. Mm-hmm. They played their 40-minute set or whatever, and as soon as they were done, half the people left. Which blew my fucking mind. I couldn't believe it, because you're there for a band's final show, they're from Worcester or whatever, you think that, like, that's the, ba- you know, the Vanna. There's a band called Vanna. So, it's, it's fucking wild how big that band is. Uh, especially with what kind of music that they're playing. Anyways... So I'm really excited about them. Uh, Death of Forest trying to drop that. Uh, he is Legends putting out a new one, and the yeah. two songs that they've dropped on that I like a lot. They're, it sounded like they're going in a heavier, heavier direction, which I'm I'm looking forward to. There's a lot actually. That's it. New, I mean, more and more stuff. There's been a couple letdowns too. Then there's a couple albums that have that have come out that I listen to just to say that I listen to them, and you're like, oh, it's not as good as what you were hoping, or I don't know. It's I have a, quite a few. I actually, what's funny is I, I found so many this year already that I forgot about some that came out real early. Mm-hmm. And yesterday I went back and listened to an album that came out in like January, or February, and I I liked it a lot. It it mentally made me feel better. Like you, I would probably show you guys who goes hate it, but it was, it was really good. A band called While She Sleeps from England. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm looking forward. I think, and I think there's more. That hasn't been announced yet, too. I think yeah. the second half of the year. I think a lot. I think a lot was loaded up for the second half. There's always more for the second half because 
like you said, when you put something out in January, even if it's great, by the time all these yep. publications do their list, people kind of forget about yep. um, who who came out in January. And a lot of these lists drive sales at the yep. end of the year, so people tend to put their albums out later. Well, the other thing is it's peak touring <clears throat> season, and that's yep. how all bands are making their money right now It's touring and merch. So, like, drop an album right around the time that you're going to be on tour for the summer. You know, like... Like so, again, knock loose smart marketing. They're going on tour with, uh, oh my god, what the fuck is that band's name? They're like kind of, they're real bit a data a data remember or whatever. They're a big like edema. Edema, no, <laughs> that band sucked. Uh, a data remember is like a bigger. I like a couple of their songs, but they're like pop, hardcore, punk. Like they, yeah. they don't have a sound. They kind of just play everything, which is I I actually find really annoying. Um, there's one thing to have like variations in your music and then it's another thing to have like one pop pop punk punk song and then the very next song it's like as heavy as anything with breakdowns and then like like almost like blast beats mm-hmm. I'm just, it's just weird to me when bands do that like it, like you're clearly just fishing in these young kids to play yeah. for the I don't know so I don't know I'm looking forward to a lot there's a couple shows that are coming in the next couple months I don't know if you guys saw that fucking uh the fuck is the show I posted the other day? Oh, Exhorted that Exhorted Cataclysm Order, which yeah. I don't know a single Cataclysm song, but Two Mold is coming around again. Speaking of Two Mold, uh, something I wrote in the chat that you said we should bring up on a much smaller buzz level than Not oh, Loose. That is awesome. Um, You're right. They put a pre-order up for their album, just vinyl, with black and like three or four different color variants, and all sold out within like four hours. And the label already put in. Um, in order for a couple more color variants since it sold out so fast and those already sold out too which is kind of crazy for such an underground death metal band like yeah. that and it's the only, only the vinyl there's no pre-order for CD or cassette or anything like that but the vinyl went quickly see I've heard of, since you started talking about them I've heard a few like to Vincent from the Acacia stream he's got a thing on Liquid Metal It's his. he's got like a once a week show called Hey Vincent what song is that or what band is that Yeah, because he's well known to like just music he'll play he'll listen to everything from like folk to like the tomb or whatever <clears throat> he, he's hyped them up a bunch so I've personally seen a lot of people talk about that band mm-hmm. but it's like you know like the, a lot of stuff I listen to still listens to the shit that we talk about here Yeah, but they just play different music you know right. what I mean yeah so like I, I think that's a band that's they're they're on the cusp of like I think they're gonna do something bigger than what it's yeah they're on the same label as that Paul Bear album came out in Magic Circle so yeah. it's like a big underground label yeah but I'm sure after this they're gonna move up to like you know one of the big metal if they want to if they want to but that's where it's going as now. long as they keep that same sound well Century Media is picking up that. everything yeah. Century Media is bigger with that right now and I mean Metal Blade is still Metal Blade but I think it's Nuclear Blast has been picking up more bands than people realize. Nuclear yeah. Blast, Blast has been putting out bands that, like, you'd never in your life think that they would pick up. Like, not even heavy bands, just rock, hard rock bands. Yeah. yeah, it's weird. Relapse is kind of making a little bit of a comeback, too. Yeah. yeah Relapse had a lot of big albums for a long time. Yeah. And they and kind then, of just fell off. Yeah, well, they signed fucking everybody yeah. at one point, and there was just too much shit. It's hard to fucking juggle, especially when the, when the, the music industry took a big dive you know like I don't know you can only you know back so many bands yeah. you know pump so many bands because then if you sign everybody and you have three fucking bands that come out on the same day or within the same two weeks you know you, know, you can't afford all three of them but I don't know it looks like Ray's cooked and he wants to play some video games so I guess we can put this one to bed guys anybody have any last words peace
Wow. Fuck you, Jackie. Not even going to hit us with a closer, right? I'm sad, man. I'm really sad. Bye, guys. Peace. Bye, Ray. Ray, give us a closer. Ray, give us a closer. What the fuck? <laughs>